in Podcast Detroit, recording live. Prepare yourself for a hoppy drive. If you're chilling at home, pop that crowler and just kick back for the next two hours. It's the end of the week, so here's to the weekend. It's Better on Draft with Rob, Matt, Nick, and Ken. And we are live, episode 149, Better on Draft Podcast, our third year anniversary episode. Everyone else is muted right now. It's just me. I want to say thank you to everyone who's been joining us on this journey. We appreciate it, and that's why we have a special episode today. We have brought in the folks from Drafting Table. Uh, I believe we are on two, three, and four. Why don't we start off, instead of with the other show hosts, let's start off with our guests. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, thanks for having us. Uh, Aaron, owner and uh, head brewer at Drafting Table. And next to you? Uh, Joel, bottling systems engineer, squeegee engineer, <laughs> and about five other titles. Uh, Mark, I'm the, uh, the brewer over at Drafting Table. All right. Well, welcome. Thank you for coming. Obviously, we've got goodies from you, too. Matt is over here right next to me. Hola, Kenneth. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. And yourself? Good. What I think you... we need a second camera set up just so we can get the other hosts, but I'll uh, I'll just swing this over to you. What are you, uh, what are you drinking over there, Ken? Uh, I got my random whiskey decanter whiskey that they have there because all the other bottles of whiskey are not whiskey-flavored whiskey. Okay. They are like bourbon and mon- – ma- not bourbon, mango habanero and vanilla and something else. And I'm like, I just want whiskey-flavored whiskey with my Diet Verners. Uh, you're on the Diverners train, huh? I, I am. I am. Welcome to zero, the- zero carbs, so that's that's what we're drinking. Welcome to the club. What are you drinking? Um, well, I've got this light as hellas, I think, right? Is that what uh, these fine gentlemen poured us? Is yes. there an actual name to this? Is it light as hellas? It's called hellas. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, that was simple. And then the uh, trusty, dusty, handy-dandy Diverners. So um, Rob's on five, I think. Yep, I got him. What's up, Rob? Uh, for the record, I like beer. I still like beer. Boys do, like do beer. You? Girls like beer. I, I, I've, I've never drinking beer in excess, you know, to blackout. But I'm just gonna leave it at that. Have you ever actually blacked out before? Serious question. No, no. I no. I have once. I have only once. once? Uh, only once. Okay. Only once. I recall being told I picked a fight with someone. So obviously we know I was blackout <laughs> because I don't pick fights with anyone. Um, yeah, that was a bad night for oh, sure. Goodness. I think it, I think it involved starting at the Wab and ending at Augie's. So I mean, two poor choices. Most nights when you end at Augie's, it's kind of blackout inducing. Oh, uh, I well. So it always I would always go to Augie's on Thursdays, which was three dollar Boombas at Guinness, and I would drink it as if. It was water because it tasted like water. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was my days. But we have drafting table in studio. And you guys are coming on three years almost, right? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. When's yeah. your uh, third? When was your anniversary? Because you guys were in our old studio the day before exactly, yep. opening day. Yep. Uh, so a way to get away from the brewery <laughs> before <laughs> before all the hell has started. Yeah. yeah. March 26th, 2016. So, yeah, it's been... It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you guys you guys didn't start with them, right? You guys have joined later? Uh, I no. helped uh, just at the beginning, just before opening. Okay. Uh, I've been the assistant brewer and everything. And, yeah. So what does the assistant brewer do? Do you just do everything he asks you to do? Yeah. or <laughs> Clean tanks, keg beer, move beer, brew, do whatever needs to be done in the brewery. So then what do you do? 
I don't even know. Yeah. Everything I mean, and anything. Yeah, everything. You know, from putting up... Uh, I'm going to lie. Every time I've been there, you've been in the office and not in the brewery. <laughs> so It's a yeah. lot of paperwork that I'm glad yeah. he does that I don't have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, still do a portion of the brewing. Um, you know, sometimes I got to wash kegs still. <laughs> Uh, both of us, uh, we do have a, a guy that uh, helps us out with that, so that's nice. Um, what is in your starting draft list that's still on draft today or still in your rotation? Since day one? Since day uh, one. See, day Res- one-ish. Resolute IPA, yep. Witty Ink, Blonde. Um, what else? A good chunk Porter. of them. Porter, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a couple. Yeah. I, obviously, the recipes have evolved, but um, yep. I got a question. This is the, I don't think we've ever asked this. What's the biggest regret you've made in the first in the last two and a half years? Is there something that you kick yourself over? Hiring a squeegee engineer. <laughs> He's expensive. Yeah. 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 Maybe. He works for <laughs> he works for beer. Yeah, actually, he does. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We don't have a beer garden yet. That's kind of a regret, I guess. <laughs> Can you get a beer garden over there? Or? We, we do have a spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that in the front, or are you talking like in the back, on, like to on, walk into? Yeah, on the, on the western end. Oh, okay. Um, of of the building there. Yeah, we could actually fit a, a small beer garden, but um, we keep buying tanks instead. So. Oh darn! <laughs> Is there yep. something that you think you've learned that you didn't think that you would kind of experience like two and a half, three years ago? Oh shit! Everything. Yeah. I don't even know where to start with that question. Yeah. So if there's if, if there's a, a fledgling brewer out there who's thinking about going professional, what's the thing that you, the biggest thing that you've learned, or the thing that like hits you over the head most often that so you never would have thought that someone you, getting into brewing or someone opening their own? Yeah, opening their own. Like someone who I mean, think about yourself three and a half years ago when you were sure. planning on getting into you know opening up shop and then you open the doors. And then, holy shit, I have to know this. I better teach myself. You know, what's, what's that one thing that the biggest lesson you've, you've learned or had to teach yourself? Boy, um, well, learn, learn to deal with stress and kind of roll with the punches because um, you get a lot of them. Um, but also, you know, from the get-go, getting, getting all your ducks in a row with, with Department of Ag or Health Department and MLCC, MLCC TTB, um, getting that all organized before, you know, early on in the process. Um, definitely gets you gets you a good start, and then you also, um, you know, have have a decent idea of, or adequate idea of when you're actually going to open. Um, they'll they'll be pretty straightforward with you how long things take. Now, have you seen your clientele grow year by year? Sure, yeah, quite you, a bit. Do you feel like you still have those same regulars that were there day one that still come by every day? Or absolutely, yeah. there's two guys that literally this second the doors open, they're there. Getting in every day, every single day. How long do they stay? A uh, couple hours. Yeah, I'd say they're in before the doors open. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of them actually comes in and helps Amber open and put down chairs and, and sweep and stuff. Do you have a keno machine that they play or no? They just hang out. Oh, are these like old retired guys? Yeah. Okay. I recently retired. One of them. Yeah. Huh? yeah. What I guess so in the last two years, what's been the the funnest thing that you've experienced or kind of. Uh, your moment of clarity when you said, wow, you know, this is what I do it for. You know, this is – you kind of step back and you remove yourself from the scene and say, you know, this makes it all worth it or, or you know, you know, damn, I'm, I'm lucky to do what I do. Sure. Um, honestly, at, at these big events we do um, at our place, um, just seeing the turnout and, and people having fun, enjoying the beer, that's worth it, man. 
Yeah, seeing that line like tomorrow morning when people come and stay, stand in line waiting for bottles, like that puts a big smile on my face. Like people are willing to come out and hang out and just to get a couple of our bottles. It's pretty awesome. Why? What's tomorrow? Oktoberfest. Yeah. Tell us so about it. What bottles <laughs> that's going on. So, trying to lead you into yeah. the plug here. All right. Oktoberfest, yeah. Um, my favorite event of the year. Um, I've got a little bit of German history in my blood. Um, lived there for a little bit, so naturally I'm into German beer, German food, German festivities and debauchery. So, um, yeah, this is uh, this will be our third Oktoberfest. Um, runs from noon to midnight. Um, we will have Paladin cooking up a couple different types of schnitzels. Uh, I don't even know how many different types of sausage. Um, what else? Uh, German beer, of course. Um, Hellas, the one you're trying right now. Was, this um, is um, fucking amazing. Yeah, why don't you cool. tell us about the Hellas? Cool. Um, yeah, so the Hellas, um, you know, actually Mark had gone to Germany in, uh, yeah. in May on his uh, honeymoon. And <laughs> sorry, I got short arms. And uh, he came back and he's like, "Yeah, we shit, we got a brew of Hellas. I mean, that's all I drank over there in, in Munich, and that's all I correct, wanted to yeah, drink. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong here, but uh, I'm pretty sure you said that's all you drank yeah, over there. That's all I drank. <laughs> and um, so it was kind of on our our list of things to to get get brewed, and, and we finally did it um, just in time for Oktoberfest. Um, and um, yeah, mostly Pilsner malt, uh, a little bit a little bit of honey malt in Munich, and yeah, it's pretty damn drinkable. Four point six percent alcohol and nice little multi finish to it. So Nick has finally joined the show. I have made it. And the uh, last show is a bachelor. The last show. <laughs> well, is hold on. You, you got about twelve hours left. Yeah, I know. Hours. Well, more than twelve hours. You can still run away. That's <laughs> good. Oh she. True. Typical. Yes, that she so, could. So Nick, before we continue our interview, <laughs> I, can we, be, I can't wait to tell you what uh, what's in that. Uh, so everyone else here fucking, in studio is uh, aware of what the the yeah. ingredient is. Okay. So obviously you have some natural ice. So we got a nice little can right there. Twenty five. Player, give me ice house. Uh, well, they didn't have ice house, so I just dealt <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, because a lot of places carry ice house. Apparently, <laughs> they still. Make um, that. Yeah, they do. So there's a, there's a store by the old studio that still carries it. Are, are you a fan of chocolate? <clears throat> yeah. So I've got some chocolate to add. Is this like spicy chocolate? It is not spicy. I know you can deal with spicy chocolate. It's very chocolate. bland, actually. Is it, ca- um, is it cacao? It is not cacao. It's, in fact, um, something to help you maybe gain some muscle for tomorrow. We, we got a little whey protein. Oh, God, no. That we're, uh, <laughs> no, don't do this to me, man. <laughs> oh. So while I do this, we can it's continue the interview. It's oh, going to be lumpy. No, it's It'll not. It'll be fine. It's not going to be lumpy. It's not, it's do, you not, wanna, do you want to kind of give the background of why you're putting... I know the background. I know, but we're an audio well, podcast. So they're, they're, they're an audio medium, rather. So years ago. This is uh, in 2011. Uh, oh, oh, no. You touched it and ruined Matt, it. Matt Bush, you suck. I know. I know. We're all aware of this. Uh, so there was a uh, an internet uh, internet channel that would talk about a fun little uh, liquor <laughs> drink called an Al- Long Island Iced Z as opposed to Iced Tea because the guy who did it is named Zack Ryder. Oh, God. So a Long Island Iced Z is vodka, tequila, rum, Coke Zero. Triple sec? And whey protein. There might be triple sec in there, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Please don't make me do that. It's really triple sec in there. Uh, How does oh my god, it's like foaming. <laughs> and you're mad at me for <laughs> spilling it? <laughs> That's alright, we'll clean it up. But why don't you continue the, uh, the interview, Matt? Uh, <laughs> so, um, 
I, I'm sure you guys are, are aware this uh, Mean Mallow Bean thing that you guys created was Ooh. a relatively successful event. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you said things that we regret. I, uh, I regret making that. Bail. Do you actually what? regret it? Really? And why? Why is so, that? I did have a, a fairly decent presence on Facebook uh, in the beer groups and stuff, and then the amount of people that knew who I was, yeah, I got hounded <laughs> day in and day out by people like I've met maybe just acquaintance one time or another yeah. of, hey man, don't you have like cases of that? Can you help me out? Like, no, I'm like, 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 man, can you hook me yeah, up? Yeah. yeah, like just constantly, every day from the day that was released, and I'm like, nope, I'm done. I got the hook up. So <laughs> did you have any idea what you were getting into when you made this one no not at all no because i mean i i'll be honest i have not had either of these the mean mallow or the mean vanilla yeah neither have i i mean this was the first one the vanilla was the first one right sure uh the, the so that's rye whiskey okay not barely yeah that's oh god yeah if i recall somebody is really into it uh, that is that is <laughs> all this guy over oh, here that is okay, all yeah. me is we getting the second french press it's uh fall beer fest a couple years ago yes yes so what was your first bottle release that you guys did uh that was bourbon year yeah Mean yeah, bean, yeah. Uh, bearded barley, English barley wine, and then mean peanut bean. Yeah, mean okay. peanut yeah. yeah. And what kind of turnout did you have? Did you have a line the first time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. And what did you, what was that experience like? Because I'm sure it was your first <laughs> one. So what, did you get into the to ticket or not to ticket event <laughs> issue? Or? So it, it's <laughs> one of those things like you can try and plan a thousand ways from Sunday, and then the day comes and it's always going to be different every time. There's always going to be more people. Like, usually the day before, we'll, we'll joke and take bets, like, how many people are going to be in line by this time. And then it's usually Joel is the one that's always called it on the head, and we always owe him money or beer. So It's because Aaron usually bets there'll be three people. Yeah, and then <laughs> I overestimate, and then Joel kind of figures out right in the, the middle and then wins it out. Well, but, I believe it was... Uh, so does he come up with $2 and you're at one? Is that is that what it is? I think the last one was, yeah. what, Five in winner, five in each winner take yeah. all. So yeah, that's like twenty bucks, but it's yeah. more the bragging rights. I mean, like, Price is Right, like someone pits, bets a dollar and then someone bets. I think it's just closest. Yeah, closest. We've never had a, a tie yet. Came close no. on the last one, I think. That was the first <sighs> one where. So would you ever throw, like fill a super soaker with the beer that they're standing in line for and just run out and shoot them in the down. face? I'd love to do that. <laughs> I, I think that's an idea for the next event. I think it'd be really expensive, but I'd, I'd do it. I mean, <laughs> how many of these could you fit into a, a, a squirt gun? You could fit. I mean, a are we of talking squ- like a like a SP like a a, SPF fifty or not whatever? like an XPS? No, I mean I, that would be. I mean, that's a gallon of beer. So I'm I've thinking. Got, you, I've got the two thousand or whatever the hell that. Yeah, the hurt. XPS, the one that had like three yeah. different yeah, mods it, on it. It hurts when it hits. hits oh yeah, I remember those. I'm just thinking, what about those little little dollar squirt guns? You know, you get you get like a five <laughs> pack for two fifty at the dollar store. You just do a, a run by shooting people in the face with what they're about to consume. We could try. It'd be funny. It's very, very ambitious of you, Matthew. Or, or you could like, what time do you, do you usually do these events at noon? Mm-hmm. Yes. So like, you could like go to each person and ask them a random trivia question. If they get it right, you could squirt them in the mouth <laughs> with the flavor and then move on to the next one. And then, I mean, that's not a bad idea for us to do. Can we come <laughs> over and do that with you guys? 
thought someone actually did that. Uh, what was the Ipsy Beer Fest? Someone was out there with Super Soakers. It was one of the breweries. I can't remember. Right on the river by the gazebo, kind of. They were out there. Probably Dark Horse. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Dark Horse it wasn't Dark thing. Horse. Yeah, I want to say no? it's Frankenmuth or <laughs> someone close to where Frankenmuth was. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I recall something like that, but they like it, it sounds late, like it was late in the day. So I mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember then. But it does sound like a dark horse thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess give us your thoughts on the madness that has ensued. I mean, mm-hmm. even since. I mean, it's been, what, three months since this? Mm-hmm. And you released this? It's been yep. ridiculous. And it's people are still, uh, you know, changing their pantaloons because of this. So <laughs> do you ever do you wake up and think, what have I done? Or is this kind of like a point of pride to think, you know, We've created such a ripple in the in the community that people are still like, you know, fighting each other for for bottles and trading it for. Sure. Yeah. No. I think it's exciting. I mean, obviously, um, you know, to get get some exposure like that is is always a good thing. Um, you know, I wish it was Pilsner instead, but you know, we get all the hype. <laughs> That's my drink of choice. Um, but no, um, no, I think I think it's it's cool. Um, and yeah, we just, I think we just kind of got lucky with it and it's like, well, let's try this out. And it, it took off. So kind of, kind of dumb luck there. <laughs> yeah, it was a pain in the ass making it too. Yeah. Did you have a th- thought of the next bean that you're going to put together? Um, you've done peanut butter, you yeah. said? Mm-hmm. Yep. We've done peanut butter. You've done obviously yeah. vanilla. Is there like a next adjunct or flavor you're thinking about kicking around? Um, I mean, we kind of. Vaguely talk about it, but nothing, nothing concrete right now. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we do um, get a lot of people asking us to revisit the gin barrel um, version, which I know sounds kind of weird, but it, um, it was really good. Yeah, it actually turned out really nice. So, um, yeah, that that might be, you know, one that we. we, we so would you stick with the gin and mallow, or would you? Ooh, ooh. Because that, that seems like contrast. <laughs> yeah. The mallow does uh, have vanilla, but there is actually marshmallow in it. Literally, like the fluff or the actual? The actual marshmallow fluff. And I had to sit there and scrape it out of the container, uh, throw it in the fermenter. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, there's, there's Wouldn't no, it be more of a pain in the ass getting it out of the fermenter? Uh-huh. No, because it all dissolves in the beer. Yeah. Okay. There's no, uh, yeah, we don't use extract in any of the, the vanilla or, or well, marshmallow. Well, there is extract, but it's in the wax. If you smell the wax, <laughs> it smells like marshmallow. My question, I guess, would be to you guys is when brewing the beer, and this is something that's always kind of we, – we've discussed it a few times on the show. You're, you have a price point for your beer. You sell it. You know, you put your – whatever the price is to make your money, to make the event, to make whatever you need. When you guys see the secondary market, especially for Malo, because I think this is probably your first time you've ever seen such an explosion of a secondary market – Really for a Michigan beer that wasn't, say, maybe um, a CBS, like an older CBS or an older KBS, this is definitely changed. Like, how do you feel as a business owner? Like, all right, I made my money. It's okay. It is what it is. Or is it like, you know, oh, man, I could have sold it for that much more. Or why are you people buying it for this expensive? It's just beer. Like, what what, what kind of goes through your mind? I say, why are you people buying it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because, no, I, mean, I mean, you put it at a price yeah. point based on the ingredients put into it and the time it takes to yep. brew the beer. Yep. So that's obviously how you come up with your price point. You're not just yep. jacking it up to whatever <laughs> price just because. Okay. But when someone's turning around and selling – like what was the most – and you might be uh, a better 
uh, answer for this. What was the most you've seen for a trade for this or a sale for the this? The most I saw it get sold for was 380 bucks. Holy shit. One bottle. One bottle. What, wait, one bottle of Milo. that right yeah. there. Yeah. 380 bucks. And what was your price point when you sold it in store? Yeah, we did 16. I'd be pissed. Although, yeah. So, on top I, of that, though, on top of the 16, you had to be a mug club member at our place to get the bottle. There was people that were coming in before we released it just to buy the mug club membership to purchase the bottle and, and then lined up the day at oh. noon, which was a Tuesday, to be able to purchase the bottle. So, how much is it for a mug club membership? Uh, it was 16. So it's fifty a year, okay. uh, but we do prorated throughout the year, so it's probably I don't know 30, 20, 20, 30, 20, 30. Okay, yeah. so th- they're walking out. <laughs> say the worst case, someone's buying a membership at thirty bucks plus sixteen. We'll call it twenty. We'll call it fifty bucks. They're selling it at three hundred and eighty. They're turning around over three hundred dollars profit. But I, they they must have known somebody that was going to do that. I mean, yeah, they had. To. <clears throat> I mean, and three, I guess if well, I were a bit really quickly, if I were a business owner, I'd be pissed. Well, well, three eighty is probably it. an anomaly number. We, yeah, at I least, think that was just like a one person. You were like, still really seeing it for two hundred, yeah. like two hundred yeah. standard that's within the community. Four to one on your money, though. You know, I mean, that's still a lot of you know money profit wise for the sell someone to sell on secondary market like that. And have you guys ever made this beer before? Nope. First time, yeah. First time. So you had no idea how it was going to go off. How does that, exactly. like, how do people, how do you see that in the world is there, there's no, mind you, your beer speaks for itself. It's amazing beer. So obviously that's the word of, okay, this is how much this beer, this is how good this beer is. That's why how much we think good this beer will be. You know, nobody tasted the beer before they bought it and probably tasted it before they sold it. Like I, I just did. don't understand how you. It did actually. We we had it on tap at Summer Beer Fest. Oh, okay. So there there were people that. There's a handful right. of yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, it was a six. We must have missed so, that yeah. one. Gotcha. Yeah, we were, it was, we're it was gone. Rob, did you? Twenty-five minutes. Did you make yeah, it to the Summer Beer Fest and well, drink this at the? I made it to Summer Beer Fest, but I didn't get a chance to. to did drink. you know this was there at Summer Beer Fest? I did, and. I don't know what happened that I didn't get over there. <laughs> it was a line as far as the eye could see. So are we just going to play with ourselves so. for the next two hours, or are we going to actually crack one of these? We're gonna play with ourselves uh, let's let's do the we, – well, we've got, we've got a couple more growlers over here. Let's – um. What, what would you think? Do you think we needed these to warm up a little bit? They, were, they looked I'd, a little – I'd like them to warm up. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's warm them up a little Make bit more. Make it segment two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Matt's really and, excited uh, for it. What else we got? Well – Octoberfest. Octoberfest. Yeah, nice little Marzen. All right. And for those that are, are curious about trying it, come out tomorrow to Octoberfest. Mallow will be on tap as well as a bunch of other barrel-aged beers. How much Mallow do you still have? The last keg of it is going on That's tap tomorrow. Yeah. Do you still have six bottles hanging out somewhere? Nope. So, like, literally, it's gone. Yep. May I make a suggestion? Tequila barrels, Mexican chocolate. They're find get, me, they're, find they're me a reliable even. source of tequila oh. barrels. <laughs> I wouldn't know yeah. where to get any sort of barrels. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of the problem with that. Um, you're getting them from Mexico through a broker, and how old are they? You, you just don't know. Uh, unless you have a direct. Source. What I mean, what is the? I mean, we we haven't talked really about. They're called cooperages, right? Is mm-hmm. that the the fancy term for these things? Yep. So, what is the barrel situation? Because I think the only the last time we talked about barrels, we had Nick the Brewer on. And this was that was a Unity Vibration episode. This with, was uh, probably almost about a hundred episodes ago, maybe two years. So, I mean, are barrels still hard to come by in general? What, no. What's going on with barrels right uh, now? I mean, it really just depends on the distillery that you want to get them from. Uh, uh, like, so 
uh, most of our mean vanilla bean uh, strictly is Heaven Hill barrels. Okay. Uh, we'll do nine months in those barrels. Those are fairly easy to get from any broker because they're such a big distillery. It's harder when it's like the more like like the Weller or the Pappy Van Winkle or things like that. That those are the hard barrels to get. But like the base Buffalo Trace or uh, Heaven Hill or, or Knob Creek, whatever, those are all super easy, always available because they're dumping barrels every single day. Pro- problem is finding them fresh. Yeah. yeah. What about sourcing something local? I mean, we have so many distilleries within the state. Yeah, DC, that DCD, is the, uh, Two James, Motor City Gas. Speaking of Two James, yeah, the, rye the rye whiskey, whiskey is their two, their rye whiskey barrel. This is their. This is uh, DCD or like, two, that's, James? That's two, James. two James. Two James. Yep. Two James. Maybe I mean I don't know. I mean you, maybe we set them up with uh, Cerveza Cancun. Maybe they can get a decent tequila barrel from Cancun and send it up. I mean, I could talk to Brandon and see what he. Uh, that's I would imagine that do. if that's Some, something you guys are interested, we have a contact down in Cancun who owns a brewery out there. Um, yeah, we're open to. Yeah, to, we've been, actually been wanting. The, if you want to set up a collaboration, maybe we can go down. And go <laughs> I don't know if he'll be able to do that. He uh, he used to be a. Um, I think he used to be a cellarman over at Kunin. Um, and then started brewing on the side at Kunin as like, you know, when they would do like small projects for the staff and stuff that they'd be able to brew their own beers and got this crazy opportunity to open his own brewery in Cancun. Cool. Like I that's would have done it too. I was going to say, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Well, I, I think that's, that's what happened with, uh, Matt Wiles over at Atwater. You know, he got the position to go to Honolulu Brew Works and he's single and he's not like, you're gonna pay me to pay here. me to move to Hawaii, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, although he is back working at Blake's now, and I think he's doing a lot of brewing stuff at Blake's because Blake's got their brewer's license, I think, officially. So they're going to be doing a lot more beer. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just um, expressing gra- joy for Blake's to do beer. That's <laughs> well. I mean, how else are they going to be able to go to the Brewers Guild festivals? Because yeah. they can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think they'll make an O'Shag Hennessy Scotch ale? Or Irish ale? Oh, shit, I gotta see. <laughs> I mean, they can always keep on doing cider festivals, and they're going to rock well, at those. Yeah, they go to Cider Days. They definitely Don't they have an them. apple ale, though? Uh, I do uh, think they have an no. apple. No. I think you're thinking of red. The ap- no, they have the <laughs> apple. Isn't, no, I know that, that was way on the apple. nose. Yeah. But don't they have, like, a pumpkin, like that pu- that lantern beer, apple lantern? Isn't that uh, that's, actual that, that's a cider. Oh, well. Yeah, that, no, that's considered a cider. So you guys have announced your list for the Brewers Guild Festival for the fall over in Detroit. Um, what are you guys bringing? Do you know off the top of your head? Yes. Uh, so rye whiskey will be there. So, again, the two James uh, rye whiskey barrel-aged um, mean vanilla bean. Um, we've got uh, one that Mark and I are pretty excited about. We actually tasted it today, the uh, passion fruit um, New England pale ale. So that's... Not an IPA, just a pale? Yeah. It was kind of a weird, like, we had extra passion fruit, and we're like, well, what if we did a a New England pale ale and threw the passion fruit in there? Just Don't start another trend. (laughs) It's pretty damn good. So you're doing that passion ale Saturday. You're doing a rye and a bourbon, uh, mean vanilla bean, but they're only enthusiasts beers. Is that true? Correct. That's what it says on the. <laughs> I don't even Surprise! know what that means. Well, they, <laughs> the they typically yeah. don't kick through the enthusiast. I was going to say, so, so it's probably ta- it's tapped right away. Um, okay. For the enthusiasts, and it, yeah, it should last. But Ken, they're also participating in the Jimmy John's Beer Fest next weekend. They are. Yep. That's 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 the one we're hosting. It is. So what are cool. you bringing uh, next weekend? So we've got uh, the flagship beers. Um, so Resolute IPA, uh, probably Porter and. I'm drawing a blank on the, the last The professional one. pills, maybe? I hope so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't recall. Talk to us about this Oktoberfest you poured us. So, Oktoberfest. It's tasty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why do you have to be all the way out in Wixom? So I actually know of another brewing facility. <laughs> dude, but, but yeah. same, well, dude like, stop by my work. We can go over there. It's like Why five, I, ten minutes from my work. I'm I'm literally on the other side of the I globe. Think, I think Matt's work. referring to the fact that the uh, open space of a former brewery in St. Clair Shores that he could start mm. brewing at. Uh, or just like, why would I be in Livonia to begin with? And then go to Wixom? Yeah. You're on your... You, Dude, I drove by when I had to go pay off the caterer. <laughs> Do you have to go pay off the caterer every First week? First world problems. Well, yeah, I, I guess I could. You, know, you can always stop, stop at the brewery after you sign that check because yeah. you, you know you're going to well, be depressed. Luckily, I didn't have to sign any check. It was the fiance's parents' Oh, well, that's, uh, that's always a bonus. Better. Yeah. yeah, so uh, <laughs> this is an absolutely incredible Oktoberfest. Yeah, yes, so, good. So, you know, the t- two typical types you see in the States, Meritson and Festbeer. Um, we're, we're definitely on the heavy side of the uh, the Meritson. So malty, um, clean, but, yeah, I, I still very drinkable. Um, you know, I could pound a few of these. Mm-hmm. It's, not, have, yeah. it's not too heavy either. Right. No, right. it's yeah. definitely on the for, for something side. as dark as it, you you look at it and you assume it's going to be a little bit more heavier, sure. a little bit more um, weighing you down, but definitely light, crisp. Um, I, it doesn't have that. I, again, we talked I think prior to the show uh, in the studio about your Scottish ale, and mm-hmm. that that tastes a lot like this Marzen, but the Scottish ale definitely was more like malt malt balmy. Like that's the thing you get with more like an English brown ale than anything. Um, or maybe even an alt beer. And I don't know if that's what you're going for the Scottish ale because it's not a Scotch ale, I don't think, correct? Well, or- Scotch ale is different than a Scottish ale. So yep. when you have a Scottish ale, you have the shilling system. So you have a 40, 60, 70, 80 shilling, and then 90 For those who don't is, know what shilling is. Well, it's the, the, the Scottish like currency. If you wanted to go to a bar, you, you only had so much money, you'd pay 40 shillings that you get a weaker beer out of that. Okay. And then the 90 shilling is technically called an export, which is your typical Scottish ale, which is the wee heavy, anything 85 to 12%. So anything that's lower than that is just a Scotch ale or Scottish ale with the, the shilling system. Which was loosely based on the tax, well, based on the tax, you know, structure of that beer. I'm, I learned okay something today. I, I never knew, but I never understood the shilling system. I just kind of accepted it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I mean, I would imagine that it's based on the ABV, but mm-hmm. also the higher the ABV, the more tax, the more it costs. So that's the, the show. I just, did they have the equipment to ac- accurately like gauge ABV back then? Roughly, not sure. exactly. Do they just have yeah, one guy drink now, and like. see where he is? <laughs> like after five of these beers, he's at this drunken state. So it must have been like an Andre the Giant because he would have needed to go all around to see. How many Scottish people have you met? Pardon? I say, how many Scottish people do you know? Some of those guys, five beers. I mean, I know <laughs> one. Be really hard to gauge. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I like. I don't even know any Scottish people like personally. My old roommate Scottish. She just had a kid today. So or yesterday, Tuesday, so three days ago. So now you know two Scottish kids. Uh, I know people. one. I know two and one a half Scots. Two and a half. Because I know his dad and him and his new daughter. So okay. that's a really bad spinoff of a Charlie Sheen. Sitcom, two and, two and a half Scots. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just all be named Scott, and then the pun would be completely lost. Uh, or it's two and a half rolls of paper towel. Ah, there we go. Um, 
Yeah, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> Going back to the October interview with our fast. Yeah. So Oktoberfest <laughs> is tomorrow. You have yes. Malo on draft. Yep. You have so, a bottle release, and that's from noon until midnight. Is it free to get in, and you just pay for what you drink? Or So, so we've got a uh, $5 donation cover going 100% to Hospitality House, which is a food food pantry in our, our local um, area. Um, <clears throat> yeah, again, we're um, – to actually, to get the bottles, you don't have to pay the cover. Um but, um, what are you releasing tomorrow? So we're releasing the rye, which you'll try tonight. Um, and then we've got a uh, two new beers, um, Cherry Lux, which is a uh, imperial stout bourbon barrel aged in a uh, single pick uh, Buffalo Trace barrel. And then we uh, blended in some uh, Cherry Lux, cherry Luxardo into that. Um, absolutely delicious. Um, and then the uh, bourbon barrel cultivate stout. So our beer, my favorite. Beer. Yeah, it's delicious. That's so good. Yeah, you want to talk about it, Mark? Uh, so the the cultivate stout. Um, we we did a collaboration with Cultivate and Ypsi. Um, uh, it's just a big roasty stout. Before we even add coffee, it tastes like roast fresh coffee. Uh, and uh, they fresh roast their their house blend coffee and then give it to us and then we throw it in the, the tank and it's it's great base. As it is, and we threw it into bourbon barrels for what seven months, eight months, mm-hmm. and it's pretty awesome. With additional coffee, yeah, with additional through coffee. more coffee. No. I, I mean, I don't even know where to go. I mean, like, again, we, ro- all this coffee is roasted at cultivate too, so it's kind of a cool. No, we don't have that, do we? Sorry, we don't, we, have, we don't have that. No, 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 no you'll have to come tomorrow and get it. <laughs> did Joel not? <laughs> be on tap as did well, Joel so. not dip enough wax bottles? Nope, he didn't. <laughs> you didn't I, dip I any. I was busy labeling all those ryes, so oh, I could get one for Rob. A little so crooked there. So I guess. Yeah. I guess my question to you, and something that as as we're learning a lot, because I'm learning a lot about the shilling system and a different things. So let's learn a little bit more. What's the point of waxing, wax tipping a bottle? Nothing. There's no point. Aesthetic. It's, it's to piss off the people that are trying to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is, there's really no reason it doesn't like seal in anything. Well, no, wax no. is a porous material. It's not going to keep anything in or out. It's, it's, you'll smell it. I, I can smell it. Ooh. <laughs> I think it just adds to the experience. I yeah. Think, you know, it's it just looks pretty. I mean, you don't I have am. to put candles on a birthday cake. You do, and then you break stuff. I just kicked the garbage can. Oh, okay. That's for garbage later, cans. It's well, that's, that's, beers that's for obviously stuff. for Nick for you know segment two because I, uh, I don't know how he's gonna feel after he starts drinking well, the. Uh, I'm not drinking holiday. That's that's what you're thinking. Oh, I mean, you got 25 ounces. You can do it. You're staying at the hotel across the street. I haven't even checked into the hotel yet. Well, we'll make sure you get there. Yeah, like we can carry you. You're not that big of a yeah, fella. We'll just throw you into the lobby. You'll oh, be fine. Gosh, no. There is no. There's <laughs> yeah. really, like not a lobby. Oh, well, then you're screwed. That's a sketchy lobby. <laughs> it's not that sketchy. So other than it's starting a beer garden for the next, like, soon, what's what's going on for the next year? What do you guys have planned? Um, any bottle releases or ideas that you've got coming up? Um, anything that's aging? Like, you know, we got your Oktoberfest tomorrow. What else is coming up? Let's see. Uh, we've got for our anniversary party a couple uh, exciting things. Um, but before that, we actually have in November, we're going to be releasing Palatable Batch 3. So aged in uh, Van Winkle barrels um, for a year. Um, it's pretty exciting. Um, let's see, for anniversary party, maple, bourbon barrel, uh, mean vanilla bean. Yeah, we got four barrels this time instead of just one. Uh, we got another mean vanilla bean and mm, what else? Some other fun it. stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have some other stuff out yeah. to, to be determined. 
what what is your personal goal for the brewery? Obviously, you've been buying more tanks. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to expand maybe another brewery? Maybe, obviously, your beer garden. Sure. <laughs> yeah, baby steps at this point. So um, really, our biggest thing is to get some of the bourbon barrels out because um, yeah, Mark and I are running into each other mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. and um, Tight quarters, for sure, especially yep. on, on weekends when we're setting up for a big festival. It's, there's oh, yeah. Right, right now, it's a, it's a cluster. So, yeah, that, that's our main goal is to, to get some storage area and um, – Get, get that stuff out of there and expand the barrel program a little bit. What goes on in the brewery during the week? Do you guys have anything fun like uh, karaoke or <laughs> trivia or... Kristen would kill us. <laughs> for the, the karaoke? Yeah, oh yeah, she, she hates karaoke. She hates karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Is she just like why. a closet never... karaoke fan? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe she so, d- runs away and does karaoke and you don't know it. She told me her worst birthday she... party ever was a... Su- she, she hates surprise parties and she hates karaoke. It was a surprise... Party at a karaoke place. Ooh, oh, yeah, so, whose idea know. was that? Did somebody know. not run that by you? <laughs> no, it's way before anywhere. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it was their thirteenth birthday or something. Like that. Well, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, weekday stuff. Uh, my favorite day is Wednesday. We have uh, it's actually like board game night. Um, come in, play a board game. We do a raffle, raffle off board games, and then La Casita, a local Mexican restaurant, comes in. They set up a taco. Some of the best tacos of, uh, that I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. So good. It's a good time. So still no food program? Nope. No. Nope. No. Again, we have four restaurants next door. Bring in food trucks. I mean, right now we have a sushi food truck. They're uh, Main Street Sushi. They're Sushi great, food yeah. truck. Yeah. 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 Starting, sounds, those are starting to pop up. That seems like a... I saw one sorry, at Coonan. Sorry, street side. Street Not side sushi, street, yeah. yeah. It yeah, just seems kind of like a... Coonan. I don't know. It's delicious. I just have this weird thing about sushi. Yeah, it seems real sketchy. I was really weird about, weird about it first, but it's they really high quality food and they sell out quick. Like I was at DCD and they just had like people cutting sushi in the corner somewhere, and I was like, really? Eh, I don't know about this. I'm just gonna have another GNT. I think mm-hmm. one of the most exciting ones I've seen is over at uh, Jamex. They had that shakshuka. Oh, truck of shaka. Oh, yeah, truck of shaka. That does the shakshuka from a food truck, but it was absolutely amazing. It's like this horn of bread with just Lebanese meat in it. It's made not, not Nick. based sauce with <laughs> fresh spices and then usually a uh, Israeli street cooked food. egg on top of it with just a nice thing of bread. Oh, man. Actually, Actually especially for really keto, good. if you leave the bread out, awesome. But pointless. <laughs> well, I mean, pick your point. Use your 30 net carbs on that day alone. Yeah. Only 20. Uh, you're ten net carbs on that day alone. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. It's it's hard. It's hard to get to all these places, going to all these breweries, seeing all these people, and can't drink beer. I'm, I'm going ham though on a uh, fall beer fest though. There oh, you yeah. go. I, That's your your uh, releasing back into the wild party. Yeah, for for two days because uh, we will be there on Friday. We're going to be pouring for uh, Sellerman's on Friday. Sweet. Right on. Uh, right. So we'll be there. Definitely check them out. Obviously, no meads. Or ciders by them, uh, but they are going to do an experimental. They call it a cider, um, and Dom is uh, best to explain it. But he said it was a lot of secret ingredients, so I think there's a lot of hush hush <laughs> in regards to I that. Love those guys, that so drink crazy. Um, and then, as always, I always like to promote since we're talking about the beer festival and we're kind of up against the break. Uh, definitely check out um, what's that one? Oh, North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan. <laughs> They'll be at the beer festival too. Go check them out. Say hi to Kevin. Go say hi to Cody over there. But if you want to go to the brewery, go to uh, North Center Road, just south of Eight Mile. Check Baseline them out over there. 
Uh, baseline, yes. Baseline, technically, <laughs> over there. South of Baseline on North Center Road in Northville, Michigan. Check them out. They're going to be there. Then Saturday, I will be pouring for Latitude 42. You going, you're going back on Saturday? Yeah, it's a walk. I literally live across the street that's, from yeah, Eastern Market. True. So uh, instead of uh, getting called, well, last year I was out of state, but the year before yeah. I got called in from Ellison at like 10 in the morning. Hey, we need someone to pour because <laughs> oh, everyone got hammered last night. <laughs> and so I the said, struggle oh, is real. okay, yeah. sure. So I poured with um, one of the salesmen from M4CIC. Me and him rocked it out for a couple hours. Thank and uh, yeah, so it is. I think it is the funnest thing about the beer fest is pouring. Oh yeah. More so as than long as you don't get like your last fall beer fest. No, I'll be like I was this summer beer fest throughout the day. Well, no, the su- yeah, no, the summer beer fest was fun. As summer beer fest was fun, right? Yeah, up until Malo went fun. on tap, and I didn't close the tap for. I'm so glad I, I was like 45 minutes straight. I was the lucky one that was pouring. What time? What time and date did you release that? Uh, two. Yeah, two o'clock, and Saturday. I think there was a line as of about 1:30, sure. and yeah. we basically poured until the keg blew. That's that's kind of what happened with uh, two years ago Again, for the fall super fest. Super soakers. Yeah. With, you could have um, just literally loaded up a super soaker and just <laughs> lined people up. Two tokens, please. So, <laughs> two tokens. so, so, Ken, really quickly before we go to break, yes. we talked about Mallow and prices on secondary market. Have you seen the post on Dacby? I have not. Switch. I left that. Where that they're asking for a Nintendo Switch. Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> For for a, a bottle of Mallow. Are they not? I thought it was the opposite. They're looking no, for for trade in search of Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a Mallow and they, they're looking. Yeah, they for have a, a Mallow in front Mallow. of a bunch of Nintendo games. And how like much is the Nintendo Switch? You know where that came from? For though, science, because there was a guy who put up a Switch during when it first came out. He offered a Switch for a bottle. Of and for science, wow. how much is a Nintendo Switch? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, like two fifty. Yeah, I think, a couple right? hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm bringing it up right bring now because uh, the vegan it's three hundred dollars. There's a vegan. No, you know what? No, I'm not even going to go. Uh, uh, no, no okay, look, look at my arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, some girl, I guess, was a vegan and she can't drink it because there's there's gelatin and marshmallow. Yeah. She yeah. wanted to make. She wanted us to make a gluten free or er, not uh, a vegan. Vegan. A vegan. Free. Could you just like put like crying laughing face emojis? I got tagged in that post like. 60 times. I was just, I, I can't. I'm not responding. And, and I think, I think, I think you have officially learned how John Pippenbrock felt like two years ago. John when, doesn't shut up on Facebook. Oh, this was, <laughs> the, he. this is when he stopped talking a while in the groups and everyone would tag him in questions about like legalities and stuff because he's actually really intelligent in oh, regards yeah. to the, the laws of Michigan, liquor, beer, agriculture, all that stuff. Right. And like anytime something would happen, you know, at John Pippenbrock, what is the ruling on this? And I'm like, oh, this poor guy just wants to. I mean, d- again, he doesn't shut up sometimes. He just also wants um, to listen to metal and punk rock. That's yeah. true. And drink beer. And He's drink a great beer. dude to party with. He yes. is. Yes. He is. He's the only person I know that if you know him, you love him. And if you don't know him, you hate him. It's yeah. the weirdest thing in the world. And I know, know him. I love him. Know your limit with him because he will, he will take it to the top. And man. He's the only person I know that brought beer into a beer fest because he wanted more beer. No, yep. Brigham, Brigham, I've seen Brigham do that too. Oh, it was the same. Oh, yeah. Fest. <laughs> We're going to be right back, Better on Draft Podcast. And we are back live, episode 149. No, no, no. You're already muted. I've already learned to never unmute you right away. Like, I've done this enough times. So we are live, episode 149, Better on Draft Podcast. <laughs> In studio today, still drafting table. And as we start segment two, going through this fantasy football season, Nicholas is the one that lost uh, two weeks two ago. Weeks ago. Uh, he did win this week, but that's going to get postponed a little bit. 
Um, so we we definitely mixed. Up. I actually had my ingredient picked out for Rob too. We picked up a uh, natural ice and we uh, already been, no. French pressed it with some whey protein. Uh, chocolate right whey protein. I uh, gotta get a little higher. There, I'll just do it because you can't do it. You suck. There you go. I say there's still some in the the French press. Might as well just. Uh, yeah, out. it's it definitely looks very hazy. Um, <laughs> this is what, uh, hey, hey Travis, hey Travis, here's my idea: chocolate M43. Chocolate. I mean they. It, they did a strawberry, right? So it would be like a Neapolitan if they put them together? Okay. With lacto- vanilla lactose? Ugh, don't give him Can ideas. Can you just mute him right now, no. please? So, Nicholas, uh, we'll have Matt move back a little bit. Um, I am not impressed at all right now. Uh, not. You know, this you're, is... You're standing up in my wedding. You're making me do this shit? I, I am. <laughs> I think he's I trying am. to steal your bride. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> this is, you know, because I'm not your best man. I'm just oh. the, second, the second best man. You're a... That's a dick thing to say. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> of course. I don't even... Uh, this is the same guy no, who had it's, prunes it's and hot bad. fries. Yeah, the prunes was fine. That, that was a bad idea. The hot fries, though, I still don't know how he, how he survived that. I was throwing up right, as so, I was throwing So smell-wise, it it's actually... It's the worst form of no, anything I've ever I, seen. Actually, no. All right, chug here we it, go. Chug it. Chug it. That's actually not that bad. <laughs> Bam! What? <laughs> What? Do you guys hear this over here? Have you you, you guys got a glass? You tasted was, it, right? That was bad. Still some in there. I, I thought I thought I was gonna have like that uh, that knee jerk uh, gut quenching uh, knee jerk reaction, but I'm not having it. Here. It's because it's it's not clumpy. Now, if he had clumpy, that would be it. But as someone who used to drink protein shakes before workouts, this just tastes like one of those moments. With alcohol. Gonna be now, a, a I, I, now I will say this: you can't. This is definitely a sip sipping. Fit it's just you gotta finish, finish it. I'll finish it. <laughs> okay then. I'll finish it. Uh, there's Can you pour yourself any? Uh, no. I did not. No, I don't have to because I won. Yeah, you gotta drink that over the mallow. Uh, so no, <laughs> going over. <laughs> drink that before no. you get any of the mallow. We have. Uh, you you some, can kiss my ass too. <laughs> we have why some. Why tickets. Why don't you try blending them, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh. that would be like that when we had horrible. we had Kevin DeVries. On I think you would we kill. did. We did Milwaukee's best with KBS. So Kentucky Beast Stout. <laughs> That's right. We did it here on Better on Draft. We would take that beer and mix did it, it first. With, uh, we we I I would guarantee we did that first. Uh, Matt, do we have two tickets to give away? Um, we will have that in the later rounds. But yes, we will. The later rounds. Uh, segments rather. Okay. You segment can't three. like spring that stuff on me. Okay. So we do have a pair of tickets that we're giving away uh, for the either fall or winter. You get to choose. Uh, beer festival for Michigan Brewers Guild, as well as you get to choose Friday or Saturday. Wow! So if you want a winner ticket and you don't want to worry about waiting in line or anything like that, you are able to get it. And we do have a winner. This is also a VIP ticket, so it's an enthusiast ticket. So you do not have to be an enthusiast. You will get in an hour before everyone else. You will be able to try amazing beers before everyone else, and you will probably get drunk before everyone else because that's what happens during the enthusiast hour. (laughs) Yes, Uh, it does. We've done enough of them. Yes, we have. So uh, uh, we don't have names for it, but we have emails, so obviously we're going to reach out to you. But uh, dmacnmi. Uh, you will be the winner. We will reach out to you. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for uh, filling out our season four or uh, fourth year that we're on starting now. Uh, fourth on year, man. Fourth year. Wow. That is crazy. So I didn't get messages back from our sponsors who are handing out, so we'll have to do that. Is also we'll, – we'll 
put a big thing out for everybody, tag him in a congratulatory thing about who uh, who was picked for both Satuna Liquor, Holiday Market, J1, and ours. So we have eight sets of tickets, or four sets of tickets to give away. So eight we will do that. Total, huh? We will be doing that uh, via the facing So books. out of you guys, who's going to be there next week at the Jimmy John's Festival? None of us. None of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is Matt going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have uh, Matt, and then uh, M- M4 will be rep- representing us. Awesome. As well. Yeah. Awesome. We love the guys mm-hmm. at M4 over there. Yeah, they're for great, sure. Uh, we're excited to host our own festival that is next Saturday. Jimmy John's Field over in Utica, Michigan. Yes. Mound Road, just north of Fifty Nine. I'm so excited that's like right down the street from my house. It is, and you'll be able to go. I will be. I'll be back from my mini honeymoon on Thursday <laughs> before the festival. So make sure I go to some breweries in Marquette. I was going to say, what's up in Marquette? Ordoc, uh, Black, Black, Rocks. Black Rocks is up yes. there. And the Ordoc. <laughs> Copper Harbor's not that far. Uh, no, it's not that far. You know, you can use betterondraft.com forward slash MI Beer Map yes, to check out can. all it, of the breweries. It works like a charm. I, I'm going to make a small suggestion. Okay. Drive about 20 minutes west of, of Marquette. Okay. There's a city called Big Bay. Okay. There is the diviest of all dive bars. Called the Lumberjack Tavern. Lumberjack Tavern. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Nobody ever goes there. They have a chicken coop in the back. They might. <laughs> they might have two beers on draft. Just stop. Beer, regular beer and, and light beer. It'll be like a PBR and like a Budweiser, and that's it. But the, it's going not in beer there, where it's just in the white can that says beer. No, that's actually like, pub beer. That's like a Budweiser trademark now. But this is one of the places that you have to go stop it and say, "Wow, I was there." It's the weirdest place ever. Uh, Lumberjack Tavern. We'll see if we can fit it in the agenda. All right. Well, as always with segment two. Here is Robert with the beer news. How awkward is it that he's not here? At least I played it on yeah. the, the correct timing this time. Yeah. Uh, so as always, segment two. Oh, and that's hey, what happens. Right. It automatically goes to that next song, and it shouldn't. Uh, we have uh, news and definitely an interesting thing. Obviously, every single year we have our Stout 16. Um, we've had it. I think you guys have participated the last two years. Yep. Uh, I think you guys did fairly well this year in regards to it. And then next year, uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll obviously have a new winner because Baffin is banned for a year. Um, they're in timeout. They're in timeout. Uh, not for anything wrongdoing or anything like that, but to, you know, spread the love. Spread the love for sure. No, uh, no collusion? No collusion. No collusion. Definitely. No bots, nothing like that. Uh, but we want to make sure, you know, spread the love. I mean, they won the two and they even beat uh, Old Nation in a New England IPA vote. So, you know, they have a lot of good fans over there. So WDET is doing a best bracket of Michigan beer where they're going to be tabulating oh, where they got that idea from. the 32 <laughs> top beers. <laughs> oh, wow. They, they, they're not even like <laughs> pretending to not rip us off. So right now, if you go to uh, WD's website, WDET.org's website, you can choose from 50 beers to nominate your beer. Uh, you can also write in a choice if you want to. So I guess let's kind of go around because obviously we're big Michigan beer drinkers. We love Michigan beer. What is your 2018 beer of choice? What's your go-to favorite beer for this year? Hmm. If anybody wants to jump yeah, in, we can go start? right there. Gotta think about it's got to it be a, a Michigan beer. <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll definitely go through and uh, throw mine out there right now. And something that I fell in love with again, and I think they've made it better, and that is Bell's Best. 
Bell's best brown was probably this year was probably one of the best browns that they've ever made. Uh, it's probably the same one, and my palette's just changed so much recently. But my favorite has been Bell's best brown. Uh, I'm gonna go with one that got a little bit of love already this year. Um, but Cerveza Del Rey over yeah, at Brew Detroit. Yes. Um, you know, I like the tart and juice. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on over here. I don't know. Um, but uh, maybe he had a he had a reversal of fortune. Um, well, that's what the the basket was for. Um, but you know, they won the fruit beer. I think bronze medal at the GABF a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, silver for Cerveza, though, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I just think uh, they're doing good things over there. They're canning it now. So I would go with uh, Cerveza Del Rey. Nick, do you have a, a top Michigan beer of the year? Uh, come back to me here. Come. I got. I, I got to remember. Are you are I you on tapping? Yeah, yeah, I am. What about you, Aaron? Oh, Present boy. company excluded. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Uh, do you, you get, get a tar- chance to try other beers? Pills. I do. Yeah. Um, uh, honorable mention. Tardy slip is was the cranberry was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's coming back. All right, soon. then. and growlers. Say so you want me to go. Uh, actually, I think um, I'm going to actually go with an Old Nation beer um, as one of my top favorites. Um, oh, you steal Vienna Lager. Lager. You bastard. I know. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be my Vienna Lager. <laughs> Mark, Mark would, uh, <laughs> no, knows that I bug him every time I see him at a, a beer festival to make sure they have that on tap. I, I do the as exact well same thing do. for Detroit yeah. Dwarf. Yeah. I ask him if it's going to yeah. be there, and he tells me no every single time. So at Summer Beer Fest, I, he told me, I kept bugging him, like, Mark, when's Vienna Lager going on? He said, as soon as we blow this keg, I literally walked down the line, gave people tokens, you have to get this, I need to blow this keg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until it finally went. So Was it consensual with the keg? Uh, I mean, it worked for me, but I hope so. <laughs> So what about you? Now yeah. that a, are you going to go with Vienna Sorry, Lager? Yes. I was going to say Vienna Lager, so now I, I need a minute now. So thanks for that. You're welcome. If if it's not Vienna Lager from Old Nation, then um, I think it's called I Have the Muse from Rivers Edge. Is a grisette mm-hmm. with uh, rose hips. It's fantastic. I'll second that. That was delicious. Yeah. I don't. You probably don't make it to the east side very often because I don't make it to your side of town. But the Munich Dunkel at Jamex was super good as well, and it was almost like the you dropped the ball. Because I did man. have the Vienna Lager. No, no, I had it. I actually, you know what? You, you had gave it. Me you didn't bring it. Yeah, you didn't bring it. <laughs> was, uh, the collab, was it the Zwickle beer with Dragon yeah, the, Mead and Jagged with Jamex? Um, I don't know. I think it was Zwickle beer. It was Dragon Mead. I know Spencer over at Dragon Mead and then Jeff over at Jamex did one. I'm probably wrong on this, but that beer was absolutely phenomenal. Loved it. Spencer actually hooked me up, gave me a growler of it, and I think it was gone in about 10 minutes. Well, Untapped doesn't have Dragon Mead and Jamex if I search them together, so it's not going to tell me which it is. Uh, but I am going to change my answer because as much as I love Bell's Best Brown, um, I remembered because we're actually going to be promoting it. Or no, uh, we're going to be promoting it for the top 20 beers to try at the upcoming beer festival, the Fall Beer Fest, and that is Fight from Lucky Girl Brewing. Hmm, interesting. Fight Creme Brulee Brown Ale. Um, that was by far the be- the beer that won me at uh, the beer festival on uh, at the summer beer fest. You know what? For me, the beer that got the most like wow, what's this in my mouth was the kiwi strawberry goza from Bell's. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back at you because it had they put salt in it as well, so you got the sour and the salty, and it was like your mouth was wrestling and it tasted like you know that lotion that every girl wore in eighth grade so it had that whole weird <laughs> <laughs> why do you know what that is? 
Because it was that fragrant <laughs> cucumber melon that essential <laughs> kegs to lotion in eighth grade. Yeah. This is just going downhill quick. Um, so for me, so for me, um, wait, you're still here. Yeah, no, you're I mean, muted. Yeah, I'm, I'm muted. Yeah, you're yeah, muted. Yeah, you're on timeout now. Uh, I like beer. Walk off win <laughs> by Brooks, and it's that beer that made me start drinking at the Jimmy John's games. Again, the USPBL games. Because normally, I don't go to the games. I don't. I mean, when I do, I don't drink. Usually, pop or water or anything like that. But the first time I had Walk Off Wit, I was completely blown away by that. And have you not had the Disco yeah. Lemonade? That was pretty good too. Oh, the, well, not yet. You're gonna put him back on. Yeah. On microphone because he's not gonna shut the, up. The, so the, I might the as Disco well. Lemonade from um, Sherwood. Sherwood. Yeah, that that was another pretty solid one too. But. Um, when I looked up Walk Off With, there was not very many check-ins on that one. So I don't know if a lot of people know about that one yet. or um, Maybe people just don't untap it. Let's, uh, let's oh. What do we got? Yeah. What's that one? What are, what are you cracking open? Because right. we'll do that, Some and then we'll also do the uh, the mean vanilla bean maybe for I this get, Maybe I should just take this mallow and get a Chip, switch on Any other news? To, uh, well, let's let's figure out. What, what is this? Tasty so, Slip? Tardy uh, Slip. Tardy yeah, Slip. Blackberry Tardy Slip. Oh. The Berliner Weiss with uh, uh, Blackberry. You, the the growler's empty. You're gonna just have to go. In there. <laughs> Do you need a straw? Well, apparently, you can't pour it. So I thought yeah, I can't have that. I gotta finish this first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not drinking that. No, that's that's the tardy slip. We're not gonna. That's, no, that's slip? that. That's not the. Uh, the I always okay. question under oh, the. Yeah. Hand me I thought mouth, it was so. the natural. Uh, the natural Z. We'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys hear it ringing in your head? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Matt, by the way. Wasn't me. Yeah, it was. Dripping on stuff. Not the ringing, but. It's I was going to say. The tapping on the. Uh, we'll get some wicked feedback here. Well, actually, it's not wicked. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll figure this out yeah. in a second. Uh, oh, there we go. We're good to go. Um, I assume it's Matt's phone's fault because it's probably interfering yeah, with the, uh, sounds the soundboard. Like it. Thanks, is it better? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. You would have heard the tapping so, if you had your headphones on. So, Tardy Slip. We'll chill a little bit. What, what is this? What's this one? So, Berliner Weiss, uh, base beer. And then we, uh, before the end of fermentation, throw in uh, a bunch of blackberry puree. Blackberry puree. Yeah, a lot of blackberry. Does that really mess up the tanks? No. Yeah. Oh, no? So good. Not like the marshmallow so fluff. No, the, the marshmallow yeah. didn't mess up the tanks either. It's peanut butter though. Kills yeah, you. Peanut butter will, will get that, you. That that'll okay. So you guys have different tardy slips that you have right now. This is the blackberry tardy slip. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Okay, I checked into the wrong four. one. Oh well. What are the other three that you have? Cranberries one. Cranberry. Cherry. Um, cherry. And then we did a blood orange this year. Um, I don't know if we're going to do it again this year. I think year. we're going to switch it up. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite? <clears throat> Blackberry. Is it because it's most recent or? No, I, I like I liked last year's batch, but we upped the, the fruit on this one too. So it's. it's... This would be going to gin barrels. Yeah, oh, I could, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So as we continue with the uh, the news, okay, schnapps um, barrels. Ger- go back to Germany. Schnapps barrels. Schnapps. Oh, <laughs> do they have those? What about like one fifty one barrels? Do you want to kill somebody? Discontinued, right? That'll make it. Uh, I, I still have one fifty one. If you want to try some, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Make some flaming Dr Pepper's. I'm probably one of the that last people to have bottles. That of does it. not need to be barrel aged. One fifty one. God, let's make it stronger. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why mm. not? Yeah. 
Everclear barrels. <laughs> I've got some Everclear at home. Got the the good stuff. The, was it ninety six percent? Oh, yeah. that's just for, straight uh, cleaning, right? alcohol. Yeah. 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 So we have reached uh, almost a milestone. We are near the seven thousand craft breweries in operation. It was just a couple years ago we re hit that U.S. mat or U.S. former record of over four thousand. Um, Bart Watson of the Brewers Association spoke at the California Craft Brewers Association Summit and indicated as many as 300 closures will occur by the end of next year. How many? That's it? More. 300 closures. I mean, that's uh, all about 5%. Yeah, but not a little, even. A little less than 5%, yeah. But yeah One I mean, out of every 20. And I mean, you got to think not everyone, you know, as, as much as we, we make jokes and stuff, not everything is going to last as Fat or go as fast as shipwreck did. <laughs> shipwreck opened and shipwreck closed. Shipwreck didn't pay its bills. Shipwreck didn't pay its bills. But in that sense, you know, not many breweries are doing that. There's a lot of them, like where you have Liberty Street, who they realize their production facility is not making the money. Therefore, they need to move away from production and go straight to in house. So what do you guys see as potential hardships for future brewers? And what are you guys doing to protect yourself? Because, I mean, you guys aren't necessarily in a very cluttered area in regards to breweries. There's a handful of them with so many residencies around you that it's not really too, um, you know, like a per person type brewery. Like what, you know, especially for a new brewery, what would you say to someone just getting off their feet, you know, that sees these numbers that, you know, 5% fail, which is actually a small number in comparison to like restaurants because restaurants, Very small, yeah. um, you know, you're thinking 5% or, you know, maybe 10, 10 to 20% fail in the first year, 50% fail in the first three or five years. So what was like, like two yeah, thirds fail in the first yeah, year and then 90% the fail in two years. The Is it? That's yeah. what I went to school for was the culinary industry. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's usually like 50 to 60% fail in the first year and then. Like 80 to 90 fail so by year two. In, in my job, like once I'm done with the restaurant that I worked at, like it's just out of sight, out of mind. I don't talk, like think about it for sure. Um, but I mean, what, what would you guys, you know, we, we talked about your, your hardships and not necessarily hardships, but getting into the business when you see those types of stats like restaurants and breweries and that breweries are closing and you see a failure that shipwreck was, you know, what would you say to someone who came up to you at say the, the winter conference and been like, you know, Hey, you guys are doing great. I love your beer. We're going to open up brewery. What, what's the first thing you would tell them? Sure. Um, invest in your pub. I mean, right now, if you go into any liquor store, the, the, the shelves are stacked with, I, I don't know, you, you lose yourself, right? Looking at all these beers, trying mm-hmm. to make up your mind. Um, so yeah, the, and, and actually, um, what was a conference two years ago? Um, uh, Jim Cook from Sam Adams. I was this year. Yeah. Was it this year? Pretty yeah, sure it was this year. Okay. Was it last yeah, like, year? He'd be really stressed. Who was this year's? Uh, um, uh, dude from, uh, Elysian. Okay. I can't yeah. remember his name right now. Dick Whoa. Cameron. And they let them at, <laughs> that's not craft beer. Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, yeah, yeah. You know, focus on your pub. Growing, uh, you're gonna. I mean, you make more, so much more money off the beer that you sell in the pub. Um, packaging costs so much money, um, but also invest in your quality quality control. Um, even a small brewer can, you know, if you allocate the funds appropriately, you can actually invest in some equipment that can really improve your beer. So yeah, definitely. If you do invest that in the lab. Yeah, whatever you can do, whatever small little bits and pieces you can get yep. for lab equipment, get it. It's gonna sure. only make your beer that much better. Awesome. What, what kind of lab equipment do you think is m- most essential? Depends on your size. Um, pH meter. pH meter. Yeah, yeah it's a must for anybody. Yeah, if you if there's a brewery without a pH meter, that 
So don't just take like standard tap water out and just call it a day. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of, yeah. lot of breweries do. They don't check their water. They don't test their water. They don't measure for pH. If you're not hitting the right pH, you're going to start extracting tannins in your beer, and it's going to come across bitter, not the way you want it to be. It's, it's there's a lot of stuff that goes involved into it. Just make the best quality product you can mm-hmm. with what tools you have available, and just strive for that. Don't try and swing for the fences. I'm going to come out and brew. 10,000 barrels this year and that's what I'm going to make and I'm going to sell it all in house. You can't do that. You got to And if you're if you're packaging bottles, cans and you're sending it out of, you know, even if you're packaging that, you should have a DO meter. A DO meter? Yeah, a dissolved oxygen meter. Yeah. It's expensive. Uh, yeah, it's very, very expensive. expensive. Yep. But um yeah, you you need to be testing for that. It's, I mean, when you're spending thousands consumer. of dollars yeah. into a brewery and stuff, how much is a DO meter? Twelve <laughs> thousand. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not cheap yeah. For, for a little, box, I mean, it's I was, big. I, I was, I was expecting, you know, like two to three grand. Yeah, I was expecting, you know, maybe, maybe in the yeah, the, the sure, mid sure. mid you fours. Be, you know, you can get them for two to three grand, but they're they're crap, they're crap. Yeah. Spend the money, get the good stuff. I was gonna say at that point, you might as well. If you're spending that much, you might as well just go and make sure you get the best in regards to what you're doing. Yeah, you're pot committed. Yeah, yeah, that's how I would feel, especially if I'm opening at that point. I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, I need to get something where, um, like I actually, for today, not speaking to anything about beer, but um, not today, a couple, um, about a week ago, I bought a under-the-desk cycle. So like uh, a little pedal thing that you put under your desk that you can pedal, burn calories while oh, you're working okay. at home. And the How's low- your rear desk? Uh, I love my desk, my sit-to-stand desk. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Okay. I was able to raise it like four inches, so I don't hit my knee on the desks. Um, I was just making funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Oh, I I love it. I don't think you're making fun of me at all. I think it's stupid if you don't have one. Well, I'm stupid. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it, but the thing was is that my friend looked at it, and there was 130. But like the company that makes the best brand, the best tracking, the best everything was like an extra $20. I'm like, oh, if I'm going to spend 130, I might as well spend 150 and get the good quality stuff as opposed to some brand I've never heard of mm-hmm. with like, you know, three and a half on Amazon. I'm like, uh, I, I think, you know, in maybe we can break this down a little bit more into breweries. Do you guys look at your ratings at all? Do you guys look at your untapped, your beer advocate? Um, have you, oh, no, seriously. Like, yeah. Do you guys actually look at it? Do you care? Do you look at what people drink when they give you a shit review and be like, uh, okay, you probably just don't get it. Or... Sometimes like if there, there is it like a truly like someone that they're, they're past like six check-ins where like all like well-rated beers. They actually explain, explain what they're talking to. And then, our beer is like a 0.25. We'll sit down and try through the beer and make sure that we're not like putting out a bad beer or something like that or something's off with it and do sensory evaluation. But then you have some of them that are just trolls like. Sorry. What was the one in uh, in Yipsy that we got? Oh, yeah. Worst beer uh, in Yipsy. First of all, Pro Pills, so my, my beer of choice. It's um, your baby. My yeah, baby. Most heavily yeah. sampled beer in the brewery. Easily, yeah. Yeah. Some sampled. Yeah, point, point, <laughs> QC is high. Point yeah. two five star or bottle caps, whatever that is. Whatever star or bottle cap. Um, That's just so you can write a review. So yeah, yeah fucking atrocious. You, you don't period. have to rate it. Yeah, fucking atrocious. Period. Worst beer in Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. So we are the worst beer in Ypsilanti. Yeah. That's. I mean, <laughs> we earned that one. <laughs> Would you rather be like a standout worst beer or just have like the most generic mile like? If someone said 2.5, it's the hot and ready of craft beer. It's there. It's exactly what the name says. I like hot and ready. So, I- <laughs> so now, and then 
with the rating system, though, like it's the five dollar footlongs of <laughs> me and Joel have a buddy Damon that uh, he works at Eight Degrees Plato, and we call him the Ukrainian Judge. He will not give a beer anything over three point seven five. Like to him, perfect is three point seven five. He will not go any higher than that. Is it because he's on the metric system? No, that's just <laughs> he, he, he's like we're got to a five. He can't and justify giving a beer a five. On, on untapped, everything like is like two and a half, which is a good review for him. Where we see it as a brewer, like, what do we do wrong? Like, what's going on with this beer? And he's just like, no, oh, this beer's amazing. Like, it's so good. Two point five stars. Yeah, yeah. Goldwax Assassin three. Yep. Doesn't matter. Hey now. Okay, so oh, do you boy. want to uh, the mean uh, vanilla? By, by the bean. way, get a tungsten yep. wedding ring for that purpose I, right there. I actually do. Okay, yeah. I, that's yeah. actually what my uh, the best bottle opener you'll ever. I was gonna say my wedding ring wasn't able to open up bottles, <laughs> yeah. so that was very uh, a sad thing. Thanks, sir. I have to say when yeah. I was trying them on, like I didn't like the uh, platinum ones. It was too. I, I just wanted something heavy. I don't know yeah. why. Just, yeah, I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, three o'clock. I think you guys are the, tomorrow. <laughs> the the only breweries that uh, like a lot of people read them just to like glance at them, but I think you guys take a lot more a lot more personal. Like, like you. So don't get me wrong, I still like to find the worst ones possible and announce them through the brew house as loudly as possible while Aaron's trying to no, focus I mean, we on don't, something else. We don't take them personal. Oh, like if, if, there, if there's a here. review that like if they actually write like why they think it tastes bad, we'll sit down and quality control that beer and see if we can pick up what. Have they're you ever saying. reached out to one of these? Yeah, don't drink that. Uh, that I don't know. Uh, not un- untapped. Um, you know, occasionally on Google or Yelp, if if someone had an issue with their service or. Something. Have you ever gotten actual constructive criticism that sure. you're like, "Oh, wow!" I, I, kind of like one of those blind spots. Not un- like the beer untapped. club kind of. No, just in general, okay. like uh, constructive criticism. Well, I think no, you should sure. use these hops. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But, so, was, but, but that usually doesn't come in a bad review, to be honest. It's like I like. It's, it's usually like, more of a private. Yeah. You know, here's an email. Hey, I really enjoyed yeah. my time, but there was this. Could you yeah. Pos- okay. Yeah. yeah. So I found one because I was just kind of like glancing through, trying to see because it's always okay. interesting. Like for me, ratings. Like I, <sighs> I got serious into ratings, and then I started doing a three tier rating system. <laughs> of- <laughs> Not bad, huh? Here, you need this garbage can? No. No, it's strong. I, know that. I can right. smell it. Um, so I would do – first I would rate them, and then I would go uh, um, a no rate, a three rate, and a five rate. Three means that I want to try it again. Maybe I had a you know something that destroyed my palate, yeah. and I want to try it again, or a five to redrink. So if I've tried it and I didn't rate it, that means to not drink it again yep. simply because I wasn't a fan. And the reason I was doing that is because what the hell did it matter? Like to me – I'm the, all these people spent all this time writing long diatribes. I think South Park did it with the episode of You're <laughs> oh, Not Yelping. Oh, yeah. And that's that's what I looked at. And for me, like I was just simple, I wasn't even that far. I was just rating it, you know, based you know on ben, what I felt. By chance? Um, yeah, I actually yeah. saw Ben yeah. like two weeks ago Six over paragraphs. at uh, Marrow. He, yeah. he, he does his 140 characters and then goes into the comments to continue his reviews of the beers. Oh, oh Ben. Um, great guy. I love the guy. Oh, I, do I, I, I um, very very intelligent person. Yeah. Like that's that's a person. If he were to like do a review on a beer, I would actually read it. And yeah. Take, oh, yeah, take into account what he said. The only problem is when you're trying to wait for the beer, and he's trying to take 17 photos and write the review before you get your pour. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, that's not that's not happening. So now, even with better on draft, like everything that we do, we don't rate anymore. 
Um, we don't rate. We don't. We just simply talk about it because even just us three right here, our palates are so different in yes. regards to what we like, yeah. what we don't like. And when we talk about beer, you know, obviously the reaction that Matt had with the, the <laughs> vanilla beer. It just right hit away. me. In the, it just hit me in the in the uvula. It's strong. It's strong. Yeah, fifteen percent alcohol. So, but you know, even the the three beers that we (laughs) had before the 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 tardy, the marzen, and the hellas, those are three really different styles. To where I think we've all liked all of them so far. Yeah. But but again, it's just hard for me to rate a beer now because one, I've met so many brewers, so many people, and how passionate they are, and this is their livelihood, their lifeblood, and you know they they made a beer. That they they tried and whether it was good or bad, you know, it might not be good for me. And just as you don't like it, you know, mm-hmm. for me, I love that, those malt forward tastes and nobody gives credit to them. You know, you want to talk about beers that have the higher ratings. If it's not a, you know, a IPA or a barrel aged beer, it's not going to crack the top hundred. I mean, except like, for maybe like a saison or a sour well, that randomly let's, shows let's up. Let's talk about the uh, the Oktoberfest and the Hells, for example. Though, I mean, those are not. Uh, I love that Oktoberfest. Yeah, Oktoberfest was on point, by the way. And the Hells, I got here, you know, five minutes late, and that was really good too. It was gone. Was that? It was gone. Yeah, I saw that. It was like nothing. Yeah, you got like a drip <laughs> of it. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that you at least kept the. Uh, a smidgen of it left. What were you brewing before but, you opened up the brewery? Like, what were you making at home before you decided to open up doors? Actually, yeah, I mean, a lot of it was test batch um, brewing mm-hmm. for for drafting tables. So Resolute, um, boy, I went through maybe eight or nine wow. different variations oh, yeah. at home of that. Um, Buzz Blanket, um, you know, a, uh, it's a cream ale. Or mm-hmm. sorry, cream stout with um, with coffee in it, um, things like that. Just kind of going through, uh, trying to figure out recipes. So yeah, we don't I have a pilot for... system either. So if we want to make a new beer, we just brew it. Just really? That's like the the Scotch ale. We just went for it. That's like the cheapest thing you can buy as a pilot system. Well, we we don't have room. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair. Rather have bourbon barrels. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, we just go for it. Mm-hmm. So. So one of the big news uh, things that came out recently, and there it is right there. Um, so Adolphus Bush the fifth. So everyone knows uh, the the heiress to the throne of the King of Beers um, has left AB. He's no longer with AB, uh, and he is launching AB Cannabis, a Colorado-based startup that will sell Go marijuana figure. vaping pens. Really. <laughs> So he sees cannabis as the future and is currently uh, seems that way as $4 billion of investment in canopy growth by Constellation. So obviously Constellation, big brewery out. Is, 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 they're American and Mexican-based, right? Mexican-based. Mexican, yeah. Mexican yeah. and Chicago. Okay. Mexico and Chicago. So American and Mexican, as I said. Uh, if, if Crown Imports, in- Chicago. Oh, Crown Imports them. Constellation is the – but Constellation also involves liquor. Okay. Whereas Crown is strictly the beer brand of Modelo, et cetera. And people ask why you're on this show. That's what you're here for. Soul. Not just a pretty face, right? <laughs> Not face for radio. <laughs> That's why we face it that way. Uh, according to research by uh, Cohen over at the NY Post, uh, the U.S. cannabis industry is expected to grow by seventy or grow to $75 billion by 2030. And uh, the business plan came after Bush failed to get an entry-level job at Anheuser-Busch. So uh, currently the product is is sold in Colorado but could expand as laws are being updated. Okay, so let's just stop. Let's say we're looking for new squeegee engineer. Maybe uh, (laughs) He could. Damn, son. Wow, that was cold. 
Well, you've been no, promoted. You, you just have more kegs to wash. That's all. I'll bring up the New York so his, I, I his have it right. name He's couldn't right. get him, like, a job in the mailroom. Even well, Buddy the Elf got in the well, mailroom. Uh, well, apparently they're quoting... I'm going to quote the New York Post article here. Nepotism rules at parent company AB InBev. Anheuser InBev created a conflict of interest, according to him. Oh, so he wasn't allowed to work there, basically. Ba- based on, on this. Why so Adolphus like, well, an like, entry-level job. Yeah, well, well, what difference does it make? I mean, why, do a lot of companies have nepotism rules? Let's, let's ask yes, that. Yes, probably. Uh, I, oh, I they do. I I worked but the, but the when, same, when I was married. I worked in the same company sure as my wife. <laughs> do you not think so, or do you just not know I, so? Because... No, I know so because there are because a lot of the people that work at the company I work at have met their like spouses. That's not nepotism, though. Nepotism that's, is that's well, hiring your children and your 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 spouse. Your, oh, they, they they've got children in there too. Uh, technically, nepotism is not hiring your children. You can hire them. It's promoting? giving your children or your family a job over someone who is better qualified or was a better fit for it. So you're giving so, them an unfair advantage correct. to family. So in the, the thought of like just keep everybody named Bush out so there's never a thought of nepotism is probably what they're doing. Which is fair. Makes I think, sense. I think that makes sense too. I, yeah. I would agree. I just think you can find a kid – like you can give them some crayons in a corner office and – Tell him to fuck off. He, it's a four billion dollar company. It's all about but, optics. <laughs> I, don't know, I know you like to see here well, not, and be not slim, but we have to work here a little today, okay? That was from store. Uh, you know what? Yeah, Tommy boy. He's quoting Tommy boy because his dad got him the job. Luke, I am your father. That was from, from Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was nepo- a lot of people that, go to college for seven That years. was nepotism at its best. So um, we're kind of running over, but there was one more article that I wanted to go through because I think the biggest thing uh, that uh, the new Detroit News published recently, um, and they discussed the idea of breaking up the three tier system. And you guys are a small brewery, so I assume minus your your deal with M4CIC, you're probably still in the small brewery where you can self-distro in certain places, correct? Or we don't do a whole just, lot of it, no. You um, can, but we you can, just don't. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. We we are on target to hit a thousand barrels at the end of the year. Okay. Um, and that's the, the threshold. So once you hit that thousand barrels, you are you are obligated to sign on with a distributor. So if, if you guys choose not to answer, that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. We can discuss it, the three of us. Um, what is your opinion on the three-tier system as it is today, 2018? Honestly, I don't, I don't like, uh, personally, uh, self-distributing. Uh, you don't like no. it? Um, just because of the time. Um, I mean, yeah, Mark, you could probably recall I would have to... Randomly run out and I say Aaron had a lot more hair when we started. Yeah, <laughs> it was Me a lot. Of, it was a lot of work. Um, I, I can understand a brewery that's set up for it. Um, you know, they they their business plan allowed for or um, you know planned for a segment of distribution um, that that would make sense. But yeah, for us, it's like you know, M4 is doing great. Um, they they. They give us good exposure, um, set us up with a bunch of great events. Do you think so it's, it's the implementation implementation of M4 and Oath and all these other more craft beer specialist dis, uh, distributors that's kind of made it a little bit easier than trying to deal with Fabiano, Rave, and oh, yeah. Imperial? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like it. Would you like to see – now, uh, again, the three-tier system is a mandatory system. Mm-hmm. So, meaning that distributors... But only if you want to distribute. Yeah. Oh, right? well, if you... If you decided yeah. not to distribute your beer out of your pub and made 2,000 barrels, 
Would that be okay? It also depends oh, sure. on where you're at, because like North Carolina is completely different than. Well, yeah, here. I mean, we're just yeah, we're just talking Michigan, Michigan three tier. Oh, okay, Michigan. Yep. But if you okay. if you brewed two thousand barrels, but didn't leave it, it didn't leave the warehouse or the facility, you wouldn't have to sign, correct? Sure. No, because it's the second they go to distro. But as yeah. soon as it leaves, the, the thing facility, is, is right? that the second that they want to go to distro is the second they have to. Chances are that that brewery is a brew pub license, where whereas they can't they can't distribute anyways, so. Um, you know, somebody pushing two thousand barrels in their in their their pub is got to be a so. Large, I guess the a big format, the, the uh, big question, pub. and before we go to break, because we mm-hmm. talked about it on this show, and we got an official answer, and we got it from Kyle from, from Griffin Claw. Okay. Um, oh, sticker party. Uh, yeah, sticker party. <laughs> if anybody follows Kyle on Facebook, um, if. You know what? What is your opinion on when you own not only a brewery but a restaurant or a restaurant chain? So, for instance, Griffin Claw, who brews at the new Griffin Claw facility on Rochester Hills, will have to sell the beer to Distro, and BFD will have to buy it from Distro, and that's literally the same. And we see it with Arbor Brewing and Bigalora and Rochester Mills, Rochester mm-hmm. Mills, because they have to buy and sell if they make it at their uh, and distribution. Water. Um, I would assume maybe Atwater. I mean, all three places have their own brewing system. So, yeah, but to keep uh, my thought would well, I think between breweries you're okay, but I think the second you leave a brewery and go to an actual bar and not a brewery or brew pub or something like that. So, for example, Founders Grand Rapids can ship to Founders Detroit, Right Brain and Roke. They're going to sell brand new. Well, we'll talk to that about the third segment. Oh, sorry. Oh, we are. I, I. Would imagine that was like the biggest news of the week, but that you know, you, you're 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 Hugh Downs. I'm merely Barbara <laughs> Walters. <laughs> so, but but again, yeah, like, I, do, do you guys think there needs to be structure restructuring of the? Because obviously, the the distribution system works in your advantage for what it is. Sure. Whereas some people might not like it or want it or mm-hmm. want to do it, and but they're forced to do it because they have to. Right. Um, do you think it needs to be restructured in regards to things like Clubhouse BFD and Griffin Claw or Beagalora and Arbor Brewing? Because I think what's going to happen is, and the big thing, and I don't know, depending on what the parcel is, but Beagalora and Arbor are buying a, or they have bought and are building a Plymouth brewery. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be brewing and selling, but it's two separate um, entities. And two separate parcels. So I think they have to sell, even though they mm-hmm. literally share the same building, kind of like BFD and... I think Bigelore bought them out completely. Vice versa, I think. Wasn't it? Didn't it? Arbor uh, buy Bigelore? Or no, Bigelore it? bought into Arbor after Matt and Renee sold all but the India Brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but I still think it's two separate entities. I don't think well, it's... Do you think in what you're... You, you know the Georgia law that we talked about where even if they... If they brew it, they still have to sell to distro to pour it again. Yeah, and that was that's a, dumb. That's what you're trying to think, do in North Carolina. Too. And do you Wisconsin. Think, but do you think that's going to happen in Rochester Hills, where literally they load it onto the power's truck to just or the power's trolley, basically, to just take it around back into BFD? I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine. Imagine it's a busy Saturday night, and. Screaming pumpkin blows. Do you really think they're not going to just go across the street and say, or go across the walkway or breezeway or whatever it is and say, hey, give me a keg? I thought it was the same well, they, they, entity they, 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 you don't. They have to call powers up, right? And- 
On a, yeah, well, but so Saturday. Because Clubhouse BFD LLC or whatever is not a brewery, just like Bigalora Plymouth would not be a brewery, gotcha. whereas Arbor Brewing Plymouth would be a brewery. That's where I think this whole I, – like I, I personally – I'm a fan of the, the three-tier system. I think there's a lot that the three-tier system does, and I think the higher-ups that use the distribution channels allows for the smaller breweries to get distro. Those who like Bells, Founders, Shorts, um, you know, even I'm, I'm trying to think of Atwater. Uh, all these breweries that use that distro lower your price of entry into that distro system because they're doing so much business that a smaller brewery. And I think that's what's allowed a lot of these breweries to go into distro was because it's a small barrier of entry. I, I, I think it's I think it's the wholesalers trying to pick up smaller companies with the promise, like Joe talked about a few weeks ago, hey, we're going to do all this great stuff for you, hopefully that they hit something like an M43 and then they have the the sole right. I, you know, I don't think it's I, – I think it's uh, selfishness on the part of the distributor, not bene- their benevolence. But I think what Ken's saying is if – let's say it wasn't mandatory. You have the smaller or larger distributors. If you if a lot of the bigger breweries weren't using distributors, they're, then obviously they're the distributor their own beer. has to make a living. So the percentage that distributor is going to require is going to be higher. Whereas if they're doing the more volume with because they've got so many breweries and the bigger breweries are using them, then it lowers that percentage, which makes it easier for a smaller brewery to use it for. Distribution. As much as Larry Bell loves the three tier system, which is talked about in this article. If Bells went into their own self-distro, they would save a lot of money. And also, but here's the other thing. If so, so have to invest a lot of money getting that set up. So. Very, very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But I still think the, the long-term goal, because I don't think Bells is on any downward trend to where they can, they can invest the money and make it back two, three years easy. Yeah. I can't and think I, of what the company he owns, but Warren Buffett owns a trucking company. We'll call it Warren Buffett's Trucking Company. He could easily destroy the three-tier system by just <coughs> running trucks because he has the infrastructure, as could Walmart. So it's a very insulated system. You know, I mean, Walmart could easily just start picking up kegs at breweries and dropping it off to party stores along the way because it's all about how you structure your infrastructure. But how awesome would that be to buy kegs from Walmart? No, ke- ke- Walmart wouldn't buy or yeah, sell kegs, but, but but I would want to buy kegs from Walmart, and then I can get you can get the mini keg, the Heineken mini keg, or the Bell's Oberon keg. I used to get the, uh, the hop slam keg. No, the Newcastle keg all the time. There you oh. go. That was oh, uh, don't oh, oh on that we're gonna take Newcastle. a quick commercial break. All right, whatever. Bad memories with Newcastle. That's Bad all. memories. All right, we'll be right back. Better on draft podcast, and we are back. Episode one forty nine. Better on draft podcast. We are cracking open the malo, folks, and we're just going to pour it right in the sink. <laughs> pour it right in the sink. There's no objection. Is this the, the, uh, the official wax-off moment? Is that, is uh, that no, that's works? only if Greg done, oh. does it. I'm going to hold on this just in case I need it. Okay. So we've got the Matt, – Matt's doing that, and as always with segment three, we have five questions with Matt Bush. Uh, we don't really have five questions today. We don't have five questions. No. Uh, we do, but we don't. Um, so, question number one, don't pass a knife that's open to someone. I, I gave it, him the butt handle and he passed it to me with, it was open, wasn't? That was close. At least he didn't throw it. Yeah, he passed it to me open, Both to the you. butt. Yeah, I was a Boy Scout. Butt out, it's, it's fine. Anyway. So, um, th- there was a, something really big happened this week. 
Something big happened. This it week. was uh, National Taco Day. It was National it was Taco yesterday. Day. It was, yes, it was yes. Yesterday. And National Vodka Day. Which you would think you would put tequila and taco day at the same day, but whoever planned that out that came just seems like a recipe for disaster, though, if you do that. So, um, in lieu of five questions, what I have are allegedly... Allegedly. Six discontinued Taco Bell items. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Some of them right. are, some of them are not discontinued Taco Bell items. Now, are we talking like discontinued... What were once on the menu. Okay. Okay. That are no longer on the national menu, but are still like local menus? No, no, no. Or? I saw something from a website that I found. Fo- oh, look at this. Yeah. I saw, I, I follow a uh, site called Mental Floss. Okay. And it said... Uh, the 13 best discontinued Taco Bell. I don't, I don't want to say it was the best. The 13 discontinued, discontinued. Taco Bell menu well, items. So I'm going to ask you if it was or it wasn't on the Taco Bell menu. You as a collective tell me if it was or wasn't. And for every question you get or whatever item you get correct or incorrect, you get a question for the mystery beer. Okay. This might be a bit more challenging. That's why. Okay. Are, Are you guys fans of Taco Bell? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who is I mean, Look at me. Come on. So, was the Bell Beefer a Taco Bell? The Bell Beefer. I've never heard of it. No. I'm going to say no. I, th- I think we're going to go with the collective no. Aaron looks really thinking, though. I, you know, no idea. That's the thing <laughs> is that some of these might be like 80s Taco Bell yeah, items, yeah. and we're like, SOL. Is this the Malo? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Did you finish your beer, Nick? Your mandatory beer? Yeah. So we're going to sure. uh, we're gonna say no, and then we're going to try the Malo and uh, give some notes. <laughs> the Bell Beefer was indeed an original Taco Bell. What? what? What was it? It's basically a beef burrito. Oh. Well, that's, like, terrible. All right. So, we'll, All right. Uh, so the Malo, guys. Can you, what, what, what is the Malo? Why... Did everyone go ape shit? Yeah, why did everybody... That's a great question. That's a wonderful question. Let's say, where the hell's mine, Matt? I thought I, I gave you. Did one. you finish? No, that's did the mystery here. Did you finish your whey protein? Yeah, I was never in front of me anymore. <laughs> so he's gonna be swole tomorrow. Mean vanilla bean base aged in um, Holiday oh. Markets. Um, was it Knob Creek? Knob Creek. Knob yeah. Creek uh, barrel select barrel that they gave us. Shout uh, out to Ashley Price. We're <laughs> drinking your beer, bitch. Um, don't know how the whole idea of marshmallow came up, but it was Ashley and and uh, Jeff, yeah, right? Ashley yeah. and Jeff were talking about it. Or it, it could have been Angela. She's always coming up crazy as shit. <laughs> I tell you what, it's smooth. It's uh, also fifteen percent. Not very boozy. It's fourteen point two. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I get. I, I can smell the booze. Yeah, I, I, I can smell it. Five hundred calories not... for every twelve ounce. Is it really? Yeah, roughly 500 calories. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, taco is it a lot of fat? Hmm? A lot of fat in there from the gelatin? Sugar, probably. Sugar. No, sugar no carbs, though. No okay, that's yeah. Honestly, <laughs> carb free, yeah. This is good. It's all stevia marshmallows. I would, <laughs> I would prefer this a little bit colder. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is this, is this free-range marshmallow? Yes. Yes, yeah. I picked it myself. Cage-free. Cage-free marshmallow. There you now, go. is the... So you were wrong on number one. So... Okay. Apologies. Oh, for one. Is the queso fire quesadilla a Taco Bell discontinued item or something I just made up on the couch five minutes ago? <laughs> on the couch five minutes ago. I'm guessing queso couch five minutes ago. Queso fire quesadilla. I'm going to say 
I, you know, for some reason, like I that that was my go to meal is quesadillas, and I don't think I ever remember seeing that as mm-hmm. a. Uh, uh, one of those alternative quesadillas that they always bring up every once in a while. Because like, they got that volcano I'm, taco or whatever it is now. I'm, I'm going to say it was real. You're going to say it was real? No. Are you just doing that just so that in case? Uh, I mean, we need one question. So, <laughs> Well, we have to we have collectively, to, agree. collectively, collectively agree. agree. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess we'll go no. So all those who choose to nominate queso fire as a real item, say aye. Uh, no, I don't think it's a real <laughs> item. I'll say aye, just to be the lone guy here. Yeah. So we have two and two. Nick, I think you're the tiebreaker here. Is it real or is it fake? I said it was. I think it's fake. The queso, re- queso fire quesadilla is fake. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. one question. All right, one question. Got, right, now, wait. is the cheeserito real fa- real or fake? Cheeserito? Correct. I don't know why that's sticking out as a... I think I it might be. I think it might be too. The cheeserito. They, they, they did a quesadilla. They, they did the oh, quesadilla. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah, so... Not too much but of a stretch. But queso sounds more sexy than cheese. Right, queso. So there might, might, have been an, <laughs> might have been an 80s thing, and then they came back with zoom <laughs> tight with the quesarito. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the quesarito. I think he's trying to throw us off yeah. by doing the cheeserito yeah. I, that, the quesarito. Yeah, that would be the only reason why I say it's So not. I think it's so a fake one. Fake, I'd yeah. say no. Go fake. Part of Taco Bell's original menu, the cheeserito is discontinued. <laughs> it can be still <laughs> obtained through the legendary secret menu. Quesarito is real. No, the cheeserito. The cheeserito oh. is real. Is the right. blackjack taco real or fake? I'm pretty sure that's, that's real. real. That's real. Sure I think we're going with real. The blackjack taco is notable for being one of the only menu items in Taco Bell history to utilize the colored tortilla shell other than the fiery Doritos Locus taco. Halloween so. 2009 consisted of black taco shells stuffed with beef, Baja sauce, lettuce, and three cheese blends. All right, so we're that two for sounds four. Kinda, that sounds really good. We're two for four, so we have two questions towards the five questions. Uh, Was the there. grilled stuffed burrito real or fake? I'm saying that's real. That's, that's real. my regular order, yeah. That's definitely real. That is not real. Oh. What? <laughs> you are thinking of the grilled stuffed nacho. No, grilled stuffed chicken burrito. That's uh, what I get every time I go another, to another yeah, the grilled stuff nacho was introduced in 2013 and discontinued in 14. Taco Bell's new XXL grilled stuffed burrito. Oh. 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 Alright, last All one. Alright, we're calling that as a win for us. That's three. Last one. The Enchirito. Yep, that's real. That's real. 100 percent It's my okay. wife's favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well we so are now got us on the original menu yeah. items. We are Fat Fuck Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a beer in my pocket. I might have a beer in my pocket. That rates a 3.93 out of 5. That's in a cup. It is a 5.2% ABV. However, I could not find a single rating of it on any of the beer sites. It's oh, got really? 392, but there's no rating. Everything was just numbers and check-ins. So, Ken, why don't you walk us through your, your nose? I mean, I almost taste maybe cinnamon. Does anybody taste no, cinnamon? No, no, now no. It's fruity. It's super fruity. It's almost like a goes. Well, that nose is very different than that taste. Uh-oh. Is it, so, obviously, uh, free question, is this a Michigan beer? Is this brewed in Michigan? So, I can neither confirm nor deny... That this liquid was brewed in Michigan, but this is a brewery like that brews in Michigan. I know what it is. We have three. We have four questions. Uh, what did you say the ABV was? 5.2. 5.2? Pretty four. sure I know what it is. Oh, what do you think this well, is? Well, then ask a question that would 
No. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll give you the first is question. It a shandy? No. That's really? not, not that's what I initially thought, but it's, that's oh, okay. a too tart too, for that. Yeah. It's a little bit too tart for that. I was going to say, what Michigan brewery? Well, the nose smelled like soft parade shandy. That's, that's what, exactly that's actually, what was like. I was just going to say, just was. by the look, it was going to be soft parade shandy. What, that's 3%. But it's a little bit too. So, yeah. so hold on, hold on. We, we got to go back because obviously the question that we asked, that's the free question, is this a Michigan beer? And your answer was not exclusively. So this has to be a brewery that either um, brews in Michigan. So maybe if, it's a if, gypsy brewer. If if I could, start, if I could, if everyone could turn away, so I could pour. Is everybody running out? Because uh, I, 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 I've I've got another one in my pocket. If you need me to fill up a, a cup for you guys to. Okay, wait, so wait, can or bottle? Oh, that would that would be a question. Oh, that we wait, have to wait, wait, ask. No, no, no. No, we, we, we only get like we, burn we only get three more questions, yeah, yeah. and we already wasted one on is it a that's, shandy? Yeah, that's Mark, not gonna, sorry, I thought I oh, nailed yeah, it on that. I'm gonna step out real quick. Okay, I'm gonna pour, he's gonna step out real yeah, quick. Pour a glass. All right, I, huh. I like it. Whatever it is, it's, it's really good. It, I mean, it's a little tart. Oh, looks like we. Uh, there we go. Okay, we lost video for a second, but we are still good to go. Uh, there it is for people to see in my nice little founders shot glass. You know who sells Founders, by the way? Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills, just south of M59 on Rochester Road. They have like a shrine to Founders over there. Like if you walk in, it's just a giant shrine to Founders. I'm pretty sure Kevin Slipjack some money. Yeah. I would assume so. So we have a beer. It's very fruity. <sighs> yeah, that's not a shandy. No. It seems very citrusy to me. Yeah, yeah a little. It does. I'll take more. I really he like poured it. some more. Two cups of the same. So about. So the the issue is, is that the the way he said it. So it's got to be something that maybe it's be something that brews in Michigan, but also brews somewhere, somewhere else. else. But really, what beers brew in Michigan oh. that brew somewhere else? So is it multi site or gypsy? Atwater, Atwater, Atwater does not. Atwater brews solely they, in Michigan. They brew no, they in don't. Texas as well. No, they never opened that brewery. No? <laughs> <clears throat> they uh, they contract brew in Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, but who contract brews in Wisconsin? He just said Atwater does. Atwater does, yeah. Well, yes, I thank you. <laughs> I understand that, I think but I was a different question. The, the follow up was who does it for Atwater? Who, who else? No, who else? The only reason brewers. I know that was because when we were on the show last, me and Joel, that camo beer, whatever the hell that was, <laughs> we had to <laughs> look it up. Water, by the way, yeah. we had to look it up on who made it, and you listed off the the list of breweries, and it was Atwater. It was the number one on the top that they mm. contract brewed in Wisconsin. Yeah, because a lot of contract brewers go to Brew Detroit, and mm-hmm. yeah, so it's not exclusive. That, that, I think that's what's really throwing us all off. Yep. That's why I gave you the opportunity to, to earn more questions today. So do the questions have to be yes or no? They have to be oh, closed-ended. Okay. X or Y or... So could it be East. what style of beer is this? No, it's, not, it's... It's too specific. Yeah. I mean, you could, but that, I mean, it's that's not going to earn you any points. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's not Fug Life. Yeah, it's not Fug, fug life. life. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> <Joel said it. laughs> don't talk about that. Tasting notes, do you, do we like, do we not like? I, mean, I really like well, this. I like, I like it. it. Is, yeah. I also do like this. I actually saw this beer posted on a party store's website, and I immediately went to that party store to buy this beer. So is it a fresh release? Is it... 
that's the thing that's blowing my mind is that I'm completely lost in regards to the. I know. It feels so good. <laughs> like, I, I don't even think I can natty daddy this. Oh, I'm sure. You've got three questions left. I think you guys are just digging in your heels. I'm going to need to put up a shot clock or a question clock <laughs> a question on the clock. wall <laughs> and make you guys ask every, like. Do we want to ask, is it. Owned by a consortium, or is it an independent? Okay, okay. I mean, I, we got to start somewhere. Yeah, but there's there's no real like how do we quantify it? The thing is, is that there's no the only non like the only real brewery that's not independent in Michigan's Founders. So, and Founders doesn't brew outside of Michigan. That's true. So that question, like, we can't ask. Like, the the closest we could get is if it's Lush and Shorts. But I don't think it's shorts brew outside of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I don't do they? That's so. No, Michigan I mean, only Michigan forever. Michigan. I don't think they brew outside. Still, of Michigan. still a, yeah. The production is still in Michigan. Yeah, and the only the only place that I can think of that is owned by a major company in the state is Virtue, because Virtue is owned by um, Goose uh, Island or Goose Island, yeah. which is owned by obviously Anheuser Busch. Thank you. That's I was like there. There's a there's a. Uh, a stack on that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put thirty right. seconds on the question clock. So we get we got to come up with a second question. So hold on, hold on, one more time. It is this brewery brewed in Michigan? Your answer is not is this beer brewed in Michigan? Not exclusively. Okay. So so what's a tart red beer that's, that is brewed in Michigan but also brewed elsewhere? That is the question. Jesus. Shit. Um. Obviously, it's a brewery big enough to. Have multiple sides. Yeah. So I guess question number two. Let's let's get this out of the way because he's putting a timer on us. Even though I run we, this damn show. Can we ask what state their headquarters? Yeah. Well, no, because we it's got to be a closed ended, so we have to figure it out. So is, um, Michigan, the, the... is Michigan the headquarters of this brewery, the main brewery that beer, brews this beer? Survey says. It is okay. not. Okay, so it's not a Michigan beer. So it's a non-Michigan beer that gets brewed in Michigan. Yeah. So we're thinking opposite. We're thinking of Michigan beer brewed outside of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Now we have to think of Michigan or breweries that get brewed in Michigan, mm-hmm. which changes the game because you have, you know, what's what's on Brew Detroit's list of beers that they uh, contract through. Not necessarily beers, but breweries. Oh. Where's Jeff Sanchez? Yeah, right. <laughs> So you're gonna go to the Brew Detroit map now? Hell yeah, I am. Uh, I don't know if they're cheating. I don't know if that's. Hmm. Nick, what are your thoughts about this beverage? I like it. It's good, but definitely no shandy. <laughs> Do you want some more? There's cups. I would like some more, as a matter of fact. Yeah, there's some here and here. Those two are both. I'll just take the whole cup then. There you go. Would you? Do you think you brew something? Had this. Sa- I, sadly, I if I, I went to Brew Detroit's website and they have only Michigan breweries, yeah, I was gonna say I can't think wah, of a single, wah, a single wah. outside um, or you know outside of Michigan brewery that they actually uh, contract for. So we have two out of. We've asked two questions. Mm. We have two more to go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know, we, are, really we are fast-paced, rapid radio so, here. So could, this, ask, this is a like, tough is, one. Is this, this like is, a gypsy brewery? I guess maybe maybe we should ask that, that sort of question. I think that's you know, a fair question, right? I mean, this could yeah. be. This could be. But a, they brew only. They're having their own their own side business. Yeah. I think I think we need what, to go for that one. That, that question, what? like a gypsy brewer. That's what we were just talking about. Okay. That's is us. this a gypsy brewer? Question number three. Do we need? Yes. 
Okay, so what, what's the one with? Um, you got no arm in particular. That that's the one I, I thought of originally. Yes, um, that's that's what I was gonna suggest. Okay. Well, but we, we have one more question, and then we have to guess the beer. Well, what other ones are there besides nowhere in particular? But that, where do they brew? In Michigan. Brew Detroit? Is that, I don't think so. I think, do they, I thought they, they, they have brewed in Michigan. I know that. Yeah. But not at Brew Detroit. Yeah, Who is this? They'd have to be. Because they're, just, they're, just, in, they're just in Dayton, <laughs> so it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere in particular, they've got like a, what is it, like a skull on the label. Okay. Something like that. All right, let's because we're we're not going to think of another gypsy brewer, so let's just hammer this out. Is this nowhere in particular? It is. All right, there we go. You yeah. natty well daddy done. son of a bitch. <laughs> well done. Uh, is this batch twenty nine? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. The cherry limeade sour. Yeah, that's wow. good. Okay. That's really really good. Not bad. So how I got there? Because you was... you're, you're a little you're a sandbagging <laughs> son of a gun. So how we got first of all when when we realized it was a gypsy brewer and he said he saw it when we had nowhere in particular on for the show all their beers were on point mm-hmm. uh, we loved all the beers that he brought in so when he said he saw it and he wanted to get it that was the first thing once we got to the gypsy brewer that it was gonna be nowhere in particular and I just needed to figure out what the newest nowhere in particular is that matched the kind of style so before we go I I mentioned this on Bruce Brothers. Uh, Facebook page, you're not allowed to join if you're listening to us unless you're part of it already. Um, there, I asked, what is your hottest take about beer right now? And uh, Mr. Juan, because I'm going to call you Juho, and you're going to tell me I pronounced that wrong, um, gave us like a Ten Commandments of hot takes. So I'm just going to I'm going to go down all ten of them, and I'm going to want either an I as a collective or a nay. If you agree with him, hold on one second. Is this Mean Malo Bean? Is that the the full name of the Bur- yes. Bourbon Barrel? Bourbon Barrel. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you guys didn't talk much about it. What'd you guys think? Pretty well, good. Well, yeah, I was. We were talking about it between uh, one and two, and I, I. It's sweet. It's just so very. Yeah, it's very, very it's not. It's not, not boozy it's at all. Not, I was about to say it's not very boozy. Bad and boozy. Drink a whole beer. bottle and then it's come 14. back to me. Fourteen point two percent. Right. I didn't have a wedding tomorrow. I wasn't getting <laughs> right. married. Oh, who's, so, whose wedding's tomorrow? I don't know. Some co-host of ours. I don't know. Dan's getting married again? Na- Dan's never Dan's been married. Dan's never been married. Dan <laughs> will never be married. All right. So Jange, actually. She's getting married tomorrow. So Jewel Wands says, A, aging beer is a fool's errand. Yay or nay? I agree. Yay. Nay. Drink nay. it. Beer's meant to be drank. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was meant to be drank. So, and honestly, if uh, you know a brewery's barrel aging a beer, it's already being aged. So struck down. Number two, this might be the hottest of all takes. Shorts beers are worse than Anheuser Busch beers. Yay or nay? nay? Nay. Okay. I think Shorts definitely tries to they, 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 to get think outside the box, but yeah, I've, I've had some bad shorts beers, but yeah. I have some amazing yeah, shorts they, beers. They, they, they'll they'll miss it completely, and then they'll hit, straight hit a grand slam with others. I 100% stand Where's by Where's my spruce too. pills? That's all okay. I gotta ask. Yep. Number three, <laughs> New England IPAs have already reached the point West Coast IPAs did years ago. So many are doing it so well, they're basically the same. Uh, yeah. nay. nay. I'm gonna say nay, nay as well. Here's here so you're ready you're ready for this hot take. Okay. Michigan IPA, so. 
Nor yeah. New England makes the best New England IPAs. Thank Are you, you going to say Illinois does because they won the GBF? And Vegas. Not a single New England brewery won any of the medals or for the New England so category. Mr. Juan is one for three at this point. Um, this one it, it takes a shot at us almost. <laughs> Draft is almost never better than cans. Well, no matter what you think of your beer, we yeah, think it's better, better on draft. So we're just going to shoot that <laughs> one down. Some people listen to the show. <laughs> Number five, Founders has become very average. They make nothing worth buying anymore. What? Oh, that is a hot <laughs> take for sure. That is a bold-ass statement. Kevin would like to know your address. <laughs> Six. Um, one. I would add Sumatra Brown as, like, that's the that's yeah. their newest, oh. best beer. Yeah. It's pretty okay. solid. Six. You know what? Bells too. Nay. Ooh. Nay. I'm, I'm trying to say nay, nay on that two-hearted. one too. Uh, I, fresh two hearted. If if you Age go to, <laughs> if, well, if you go to our blog weeks. on uh, betteronDraft.com, uh, Ed Norton wrote a uh, article in regards to not American History X. Ed not American History X. Ed Norton. I was, I was about really to say like no, no, Ed Norton. Yeah. Holy uh, uh, for us. So uh, he wrote in regards to IPAs to try that aren't too hearted. And definitely something to look at and think about because there are so many great IPAs in this state that I think a lot of people just go straight for the two-hearted as opposed to trying and giving a chance to brewers <laughs> like maybe Sparta from uh, North Peak or something like that. I think Sparta is North Peak. Or is Correct. that Ellison? Grizzly Peak. Grizzly Peak. But it's all Northern United. Yeah, NUB. Yeah. All right. Um, Weldworks. They're okay, not worth chasing or getting over and over again. That is complete nay. Mm. We actually went yeah, there we went for there his bachelor out. party. Neil gave us a tour. Great people, great brewery. Shut so up. the follow-up <laughs> question to that I should never ask is, what is Weldworks? Uh, it's in Colorado. In Greeley, Colorado. So it's about it 45 minutes mm-hmm. to an hour north of Denver. And when you have to wrangle 12, 12 dudes that are already drunk trying to get Yeah, I was the one brewery. driving the van. Yeah. So they've, got, right. they've got a pub in Fort Collins, though, right? Uh, no, no, they might have had some of their beers on draft. They do distribute, so you will see it occasionally. Right. But. This person's former favorite beer is Prairie, and it's according to him falling off face uh, off fast. Stuff is getting damn mediocre. No, you're just no. your taste buds change. That's all. Like stuffed as in the Prairie Dog. The, the stuff that Prairie makes is getting mediocre fast. Pra- prairie ales, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to just try some other stuff and then revisit it later. And if you drink the same yeah. thing every day, it's gonna become mediocre to you. Number nine, Nitro is gimmicky garbage. Bull. No. Bull. No. 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 no, Nitro no. on the right beer is phenomenal. Yes. yes. And lastly, I know. T- I think this would be the only other one that's gonna hit. When the hop shortage really kicks in, that's the best thing that will happen to craft beer in years. It already did. Yeah, we really just, kicks we in. Just got out of one. Yeah, um, that'll be the best thing that happens to ABM Bev. Well, to craft beer because this guy, I guess, this guy is a this guy is a stout, non hoppy beer fan. Mm. Yeah, but he's a bourbon beer guy. Hops now. go into all beers, and if there's a shortage, then you're limiting the amount of beers that can be made. Yeah. I'm say name. So again, this guy's like a one for ten. Like he's yeah. he's batting a correct council. <laughs> How did that person <laughs> get into Bruce Brothers? Brothers? I mean, because I'm looking at what sells best in our pub, and it's <laughs> poppy. You know, and, uh, I love that question. <laughs> if we have a hop shortage, <laughs> so <laughs> it's not good for business, right? <laughs> I just I just dropped a few inches as uh, my. <laughs> 
I accidentally kicked the thing. Um, Drafting Table, thank you for, so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for bringing Thanks us for such out, amazing beer. Uh, again, every single beer was a hit. You guys yeah. are crushing it over there. We would um, love you to expand to the east side. <laughs> Joel, you guys, Joel managed. Trust me, it's been pitched once If you guys I know a place. There's are, some places. Uh, Hall Road. No. No. Hall, no Hall Road? No. Jefferson. No. All right. Amen. Starting uh, go start, start to mute you too. Uh, <laughs> so those of you who are still unmuted, thank you very much for joining uh, us. I appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to check out Oktoberfest tomorrow yeah, over at Drafting yes. Table. They're going to have Mean Malo being – not Mean Malo. Yeah, Mean yeah, Malo on draft. There'll be seven uh, as well as seven barrel-aged beers on draft tomorrow. You seven barrel-aged beers on draft tomorrow. So if you like barrel-aged beers, obviously you're going to love Drafting Table. Check it out. Obviously you can get a lot of those beers at the upcoming Fall Beer Fest in Michigan. They will be at the uh, Fall and Brew Festival at Jimmy John's, not necessarily with the, uh, the barrel-aged beers, but still delicious beers over there. Don't forget to check out our sponsors – Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills, North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, as well as we are live every single Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on Better on Draft, uh, facebook.com forward slash better on draft. Come join us. I'd like to thank everyone who did join us in the chat today, including uh, Jeremiah Hergott, uh, Adam Van Dusen, Micah Hurd, and Mike Cretton, as well as Ashley Price was in there earlier telling us we were drinking his beer. Uh, thank you again for everyone joining us, and no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's... Better on draft. Have a good night. Peace.